Welcome to episode 23. I'm Mike Busey. You're listening to the Mike Busey podcast show, whatever the fuck we're calling this show. Okay, let's let, let's go right there. Sometimes I forget so do I. what the title of our show I'm is. I'm like, hold on, what are we calling this shit? 23 episodes into it, and I'm like, you're listening to the Mike... And I didn't want to be that cliche, like, hit podcaster who's married with three kids and has fucking got a minivan. They're like, well, this is uh, two dudes and bacon or some shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, we could be two fat dudes talking for way too damn long and we tell some really cool stories and you probably never heard of us and then you'll get hooked and you'll start scratching. Like, give me more podcast. Well, I I just, I sometimes call it the Mike Busey podcast, Mike Busey show, Mike Busey. Sometimes I leave the out because, like... I don't know because because your Instagram is Mike Busey Show. It's not well, the Mike Busey here's Show. Here's what's really confused my my followers or two B followers and just my brain in general is I have a live stage show, so we used to call this the Mike Busey Show, which was like the radio show, which was called radio back before it was called podcast back in the day, and then we started calling the live show the live stage show, and I remember talking to ICP, whoop whoop, and they were like, "Yo, we want to like book you." To the gathering of the juggalos. So, like, how do we, like, bill you? What do we bill you as? Like, oh, it's the Mike Busey live stage show. They're like, no, that's not going to work. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. And it was the at, insane that, at that moment. The clown posse told you a name wasn't going to work? Yeah, and I was like. <laughs> They're like, no, let's get, I was like, no one's going to book that. And you're talking to the insane clown posse. Yeah, and I was like, wow, I think they've got a point. I should, I should have, like, it's just one of those things that you, it's like when people have shitty URLs. Like, I'm Butterfly2733 dot dash fucking underscore. Da, da. It's like, no, that's not going to work. They should, when you make when you make your first URL, screen name, email, or anything, you're, you're, nowadays you're a little kid. So by the time you turn 18, they should hit you back up again and be like, you still want to keep all this? Yeah. Because Butterfly66215 isn't going to get you that fucking job. My buddy uh, MGK, Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, double name drop today. Wow. <laughs> Which is all the white rappers. He, uh, <laughs> his original What's Instagram name to? was... Uh, uh, cock punch and then as he started getting bigger and bigger uh, I remember hearing like we gotta change the fucking can't call you cock punch this is not very uh, that was his what his, his, his email name or his no his, that was his Instagram handle his cock Instagram punch. handle was cock punch yeah and uh, there's yeah. probably some beverage this like chicken based beverage in the Philippines that was gonna sue him and they were like cock punch is a registered trademark of flavor co and and that is our brand. You ever had something that's like a, a place or like a venue or whatever, and they change the name? You're like, no, fuck that. It will always be called goddamn yeah. fucking showbiz pizza. I ain't calling no fucking Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. It's showbiz fucking pizza. That's, uh, well, you know, downtown Orlando and Wall Street Plaza, there is a bar called The Other Bar. And the reason it's called The Other Bar is because it was always changing. It was that bar that always flipped to different names and different things. And nobody would ever remember the name of it. So people would be like, you know, The Other Bar next to this and this. So they finally just changed it to The Other Bar. It's like apartment complexes uh, by a college. Oh, yeah. One rape or one fucking murder or uh, two robberies. Crossing just became Pegasus Landing. Yep. It's like, oh, I live in Denali. No, no it's uh, called well, a... No, no one did not get raped or killed here, and no, there's not a numerous amount of robberies and break-ins in cars. That's Pleasure Island to me and Disney. It's always Pleasure. It's not Disney Springs and fucking whatever the fuck it is now. It's I always that area is just Pleasure Island, whether it has bars or yeah, nightclubs. I don't want to call it Disney Springs. It's, it's Disney, goddamn yeah. fucking downtown Disney. To downtown me. Disney. Okay, so yeah, so it's downtown Disney forever, not Disney Springs either, because it's not Disney Springs. Makes it sound like old people retire there. 
It's and, like um, before when you're when you're growing up and you don't understand like how sports is actually just a business. Yeah. And you believe no, they really want to fucking win I can't this championship. They're, they're selling the team. Yeah. So when they have these arenas and these stadiums and they're like the fucking Amway Arena. Da, yeah. Da, TD Waterhouse Center. Yeah. It's like hold on, what did I just fucking. Uh, Fucking one eight hundred fucking ass Gary four hundred one pain the fucking last, amphitheater. I'm gonna tell you this: was the last ten years of sports have just kicked me in the dick with the name of stadiums. And then sometimes a, a stadium gets named, and you don't realize that company's balling like that. Like yeah. here we got Camping World Stadium. I'd never fucking heard of Camping World until Camping World Stadium. Really? Yeah, and there were two Camping Worlds here in Orlando, and I didn't know There's shit one about them. Yeah, Marcus Lamonis who. Uh, is a, a multi-billionaire fucking entrepreneur who changed my life. I, I've he's like he he's my mentor. He just doesn't know yet. Um, yeah. So I I was following his show on CSNBC called The Prophet back at the old castle. Yeah. And you ever watch a show where you're just like fat? You're like eating pizza in bed. You're like raw. I'm just like raw. And you watch something, you get fired up, and you're like fuck. I clean my room. Shit, I'm gonna organize something. Next thing you know, you're like man, this fucking show changed my life. There was a bunch of shows back at the old Sausage Castle, uh, Hotel Impossible, um, Restaurant Impossible. Was that John Tapper? Was Restaurant John Impossible? Tapper was one, and there was this. Uh, There's a couple other guys. There was this one show that did like a couple seasons, and I swear it was this guy just showed up to a hotel and he was like talking shit, like, "Oh, this is garbage. Fuck this. You ain't doing shit." Da, da, da. And I was like, "Wow!" And it and it motivates you because you you see. I saw myself in a lot of not not in the most extreme ex- situations, but uh, some of these I like to call them self help shows or whatever. Um, it, it motivates you because you kind of like analyze where do you line up in this fucking fuck up, you know, this guy that's like losing his business and stuff. And those shows for me were very, and I'm not trying to sound all whatever, but it was very influential to me to like evolve and take this shit a little more serious. Um, five or six years ago when I was watching these shows and I was just like there were times I'd watch like Shark Tank and I'd be like oh, five in the morning like, I gotta get the fuck up I, I got it I, I, I can make this shit work you'd be you'd be I still fired but up. here's the thing you'd still be awake watching Shark Tank at five in the morning not waking up at five in the morning like the it's guys at Shark Tank are saying it's true. they're not saying stay up till five and then run baby yourself, steps Miguel run baby yourself steps. manic and then don't eat and then get angry they're saying wake up at five yeah. conquer the day and then go to bed at a decent hour time management is you've seen those like memes where it's like okay if you work 40 hours a week and then you sleep eight hours a day, and then you still have eight hours to do whatever the fuck you want with. And that's kind of like how we have it. We have, like, if, if, if you work a Monday through Friday eight-hour job, you typically still, and you sleep eight hours, which I definitely don't do that, um, you still have eight hours. And that's kind of like, in perspective, I seen a YouTube video a while ago, many years ago. It's like a, a video, it's called Life Explained in Jelly Beans. You ever seen that? Mm-mm. And it's this guy. I don't know. You don't see the guy. He's fucking, he has a jar. And it's a bunch of jelly beans. And he says, okay, this is the amount of time you spend at work. And this is the amount of this and that. Da, 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 da. And I'm probably fucking this whole story up. But basically uh, where I'm going is that he explains how, like, when you put life in perspective, they, they say... If you live to be like 75 or something like that, 60 or, 60, 60 or 75 years old or something like that, 
and you sleep eight hours a day, you actually wind up sleeping 24 years, somewhere around there. I'm, and I'm very close. I'm not 100% off, but I'm like, yeah. I'm not 100% on, but I'm, I'm close. You wind up sleeping 24 years of your life away. And that, when I fucking first started reading those, like, I was like, whoa, fuck. That's like, hit me differently. Normally, you're just like, whatever, you just got to sleep. Yeah. You know, gotta, that's just something you got to do. But that, like, fucked with me a while, a while ago when I saw it. I was like, whoa. Could you imagine if I said, Miguel, right now at midnight, you're going to go to sleep and you're going to go to sleep. I would love that. 24 years. Oh, well, yeah. And then you wake up and then you stay up the rest of your life? Or would you uh, Would but you do it the other way? Would you fucking live your entire life from the moment you have whatever consciousness and then you fucking. But see, both of those are bad deals. The way we do it now is the good deal. True. Sleep a little bit every day. And that's what they're saying. Us, you're not wasting 24 hours. That's just what it takes for you to live. Not saying I, I know what you're yeah. saying. I'm not saying you waste it. What I'm trying to say is that, like, when you put it in perspective, it's kind of sad. It's like, damn. So if I live to be 65, 70 years old, I sleep 24 some odd years ish of my life. That's fucking. That's deep. And and this this jelly bone jelly bean video, it's very like. It's kind of like, kind of sad. You're just like, wow. When it, he, he puts these jelly beans in the jar, or he takes them away or something. I forget yeah. how he does that. I think he takes them away. He's like, okay, this is what you have left of your life. These are the jelly beans. These, these represent the days of your life. See, what they're years. doing wrong is, though, they're, ta- they're just taking numbers and time. They're not reflecting the time you laid in bed with Courtney and just had a great time. You know, like, that's more important than the time you worked and did some shit you didn't care about. Well, they weren't. They weren't saying yay or nay or anything. But, they no, just it's just like selling the agenda of can you believe that you're sleeping 24 hours? But, you know, it's what you do in those awake hours. Life is fucking very, uh, I don't know, I think 2020. Let's talk about this episode. I don't hate to, like, have notes or anything. What have we learned what if? What have you learned? Let me just I'll ask t- you. What okay. have you learned in the year 2020? I've learned in the this year. This is our last. Sorry. Yeah. It's like this is going to be our last episode of this 2020. This podcast will be up in 2020 on, on tomorrow, which is going to be Thursday, which is New Year's Eve, and it'll be the last uh, podcast of this year. And so I'm, if you do listen to this and you uh, are a member, you get to watch it on the website, and not only do you get to watch this, but you also get to see years of crazy content, and we're always uploading things daily. And there's a lot of naughty shit on there. You will see my penis, and you will see lots of other weird shit going on. Not only that, you also get to come and party at our house. And today, technically, because it's technically New Year's Eve now. Yeah, when you listen to this. Yeah. It, is it is December, now we're recording it, yeah. December 31st, 2020. It sounds like some biblical shit. What, did you, what would you do right now? Let me just jump around. Well, no, you asked me what I learned. I want to do Hold that. on. Let me just answer this one. We go outside, and you see a giant fucking meteor meteoroid coming to the whatever fuck coming to the planet what do you what's the first thing you do there's nothing when you see a meteor coming to the planet you're done okay no let's say you got five minutes before it hits the earth and you know you're gonna die what do you do i could not honest to god i could not comprehend what i would do because at that moment it's not just what you do it's the mortality of everything you've ever loved known everything's over at once so i mean i can't at this moment think about how i would really think when i comprehend that everything's over I read some, some memes that said... Oh, well, this is good. Science. Yeah. When you die, you um, have consciousness that there's a brief period that you know you're dead. And this was based on what? It's a meme. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, it's a meme, yeah. <laughs> All right, negative, Miguel. No, I'm not Jesus negative. Jesus Christ. It's, I'm just telling you what the fuck what the I meme, saw. What the, the meme conversation. told me. Yeah, but it's just like, how does anybody know that part? 
I don't know. I just told you what I fucking saw. Yeah. I didn't say it was fact. Jesus Christ, Miguel. Well, no, it's just, it's just, it's, uh, I don't understand, uh, where you were going with that. I wasn't. Were... I was just telling you what the fuck I had saw on the internet. What do you, what do you think about it? Do you think, do you think that you know when you're dead? Do you think there's a consciousness? I don't know. Okay. So that's all, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. So what have you learned in 2020? Can I answer it? Go ahead, Miguel. <laughs> you're feisty today. You're cranky. No, man. No, I just want to make sure we don't have some more meme knowledge to drop. <laughs> was, I was just telling you. What, I, I just. I was talking. This is a podcast. This is what you do. Yeah. You just talk about shit and try to entertain the people listening. Go ahead, right. Miguel. What right. would you learn in 2020? Well, I actually saw this GIF. Um, that's really important. No. Um, I think. I think the biggest thing. The biggest thing that that 2020 taught me is uh, have all the best plans you want. Do everything right. It don't fucking matter. Like you need to have the best plans. You need to be. Re- you need to make sure you prepare because if it does fall down to your preparation, then it's on your ass. But also, you have to know that there's going to be some shit that gets thrown at you that you have zero control over. And this was the first time I can really remember me living through an experience where the whole world got kicked in the dick at the same moment, and I watched the world panic. Because generally, when something kicks you in the dick, it's, it's about three things that I know. You didn't plan. You couldn't have seen something locally occurring. Or you couldn't have seen something nationally occurring. But I haven't lived through world wars and stuff. you know. And, and this is like equivalent, I think, to the living through a world war in the only sense. Not, not, that's a broad statement, so I want to make sure people clear. The, the sense I mean that it's equivalent to living in a world war is equivalent to watching the entire world deal with one thing together and yet separately and now realizing that all your best laid plans though making them was the right move you got to be loosey-goosey when that shit happens because it's planning but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen and now what are you going to do and we watch people fold we watch businesses fold we watch smarter people than us lose everything we watched harder working people than we've ever known crumble because they couldn't keep their head on a swivel and we also watch people do everything right, and it still failed. So I think 2020 taught me that, US, yes, you need to always plan. Yes, you need to always be prepared because you don't want to be the reason that you're your own downfall. But you still have to understand you have zero say in the entire game. What about you? I learned a lot of shit. Probably too much things that I, as uh, Elon Musk once said. Resistance is futile, and I I really firmly believe that uh, the more you uh, try to process information, the more uh, you feel hopeless and just kind of like, all right, I'm just going to hold on and just see where this goes. That's why I used to be very, uh, like, I used to think suicide was like a very like disgraceful thing. It was like the most despicable thing you could do. And recently I would think that we don't really know what happens when our when our body and we don't we can't confirm we have a spirit or soul or whatever. We don't we don't know one hundred percent in fact. We don't. At least I don't. So when you uh when someone was the with, to take their own life, I just think it was very cowardly. But now I'm like, man, it's actually pretty fucking brave. You got a lot of balls to like actually do that. 
And I think a lot of people do it recklessly because they're just like, oh, I just want attention, or like, oh, or they just get down and out. They get caught in a slump. And some people legitimately like get caught in a um, just a fucking a funk. And I think this year, I mean, I don't have the statistics or anything, but I would think that 2020 has to have fucking some high suicide rates. And uh, I mean, we could do fucking 24 hours of fucking talking about what what I've what I've learned but I think that uh it's it's just uh sometimes as they say ignorance is bliss sometimes you could just we see people every day that live their entire life and they don't really connect with anything or don't have like a sense of meaningness or no they don't have like a mission they're just kind of like there's a guy right now waking up going to work and he's going to get off at five o'clock and go home He's going to take his shoes off, and he's going to take a shower, and he's going to say hi to his wife and kids, and he's going to go to sleep and do it again and do it again and do it again. And then come Friday, he gets kind of excited because he's going to go work on his boat or something. And uh, I don't know, man. It's, no, it's, it's been funny a, it's when a really you, deep year. When you mentioned that he – this sounds dumb, but when you mentioned he had a boat, the entire image of him changed in my head. I was seeing him go up this, like, walk-up apartment with this shitty couch, and then you were like, boat. And I was like, oh, boat having an ass, motherfucker. All right, all right. I think the key to one part of staying – like, happiness is, like, something we all do everything to try to achieve and achieve to find it. And then once you find it, you spend the rest of your life trying to stay there. You know, it's kind of like if you're floating down the river and you find something really cool. Like, whoa, this is a really cool spot in the river. I like this part on the river. And you're floating. It takes however long it takes you to get to that part of the river. But then once you're there, you're like, wow, this is really cool. You want to stay in that part for a while. Everyone's had that, like, magical moment, that, that amazing night. Whether it was, like, you know, you won some money at a casino. Or you hooked up with a chick. Or you, you, you know, you fucking did something really cool you painted a room in your house and you're really proud of it so how you do you always want to live yeah. in that moment i like i don't i've never done drugs but i am addicted to uh moments and memories and hoarding collecting memories and i feel like that's like the only thing we really know is what we well how do you tie that into like what you've learned though like this year like how do you feel about like that i'm like scared to even go year. into it because like I could go down the political aspect. I could go down the well, just not scientific I mean, aspect of things. I just it's um it's kind of sad because humanity is as as us as a species, you could care so much and dedicate your entire life to like trying to make something better and impactful to to other people around you, just to be like shitted on. Like the Bill Gates thing that the we Bill Gates about. like story or meme meme actually I, sorry i, I didn't want to say it miguel i know, I know you're you did i know you didn't want to say it tonight i know, no, I, know I know i don't want to i don't mess with your memes i know okay. that you're lord and savior yeah i i was just going to tell you that yeah there was a meme and you know what i'm talking about that uh it was like can you imagine i'm, I'm paraphrasing here obviously like you dedicate your entire life to like advancing technology and and spend billions and billions of dollars and trying to save millions of people and vaccines and this and that all just to have some Starbucks hippie fucking fucking green hair piece of shit lazy fuck tell you that you're like trying to kill the whole world and you're a piece of shit and you're a homeless person. Yeah. And and I, I relate to that in ways because in a very minuscule a way what I'm doing is I'm trying to obviously selfishly sustain my quality of life 
But what I get my rocks off on is knowing that when people are around me and what I'm doing and what I've built and what I the, the experience that I create, I I get a, a, a different I get a, a meaningful satisfaction, which is the act of selfishness again, once again. It's like when you give a gift, it's it feels good to give the a gift to somebody but in all reality you're still getting something back because you're getting that satisfaction and that's kind of a weird way to look at it but in a way it's still an act of selfishness a kind of in a, in a sort of kind of way whatever you can follow that or not so it is uh i love seeing people like there's shit in this room right now that i forgot how much i spent on it or the bullshit I had to open the box and then pull the foam out and set it up and, and I had to wait for some other thing to come over and put it on a stand. But when someone comes in and sees the gate or the property, I mean, how long did it take to fucking finish those damn gold skulls? But when someone comes here for the first time and they're like, whoa, and they're Snapchatting it or they're filming it or whatever, they're getting excited. So I'm creating experience right from the get-go. And if I had unlimited budget and resources, they'd be like, fucking jurassic park when you walked in it'd be like animatronic fucking t-rexes shooting in your windshield and fucking you'd be scared like turn your radio to 88.3 a.m and or fm and you fucking hello welcome to the sauce there'd be like a whole like i love the experience because the money is spent and gone and and when someone comes here and the hard work or whatever it took to put into whatever you did the the real reward is seeing people come and i'm addicted to this i'm i'm fucking to the day i die i love seeing people like oh wow this is cool wow oh my god i fucking love that oh my god you have a fucking carnival here what the fuck oh my god and i just like i don't know if you call me like a people pleaser or something like i love that satisfaction of knowing that like in a slight way i've impacted them in that moment you know so people who follow me on Instagram or Snapchat or whatever, whatever the fuck social media it is that you choose to follow me on, I love knowing that, like, in that moment at your fucking horrible fucking job or whatever the fuck shitty relationship or whatever financial woes you're going through that I helped hopefully for they kind of let go of that stress and 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 worry for that in that moment and they just kind of laughed or they were like oh my god was that like important to you this year though with like everything going on to like to try to make sure that you you still provided entertainment for people because there was so much distraction that was it was happiness it's it's like how when people when something crazy happens everyone has to like all right you're you're the fucking lumberjack and you're the doctor and you're the you know you're the painter like everyone has a role that Hopefully they've discovered whatever spiritual gift they have or whatever you want to call it and whatever you're fucking good at. Hopefully if everyone wants to step up and do that, then, then it kind of brings a, a normalcy, a normal normality to, the, to that current situation. And a lot of people, like especially in the healthcare, you know, they stepped it up. They had to like some of these motherfuckers are risking their lives. You Most know, of them, yeah. They're around people that were dying or or – or infected or whatever and it's like when you show up to like a, a fucking a tragedy like a like a scene like a, a, an accident or something and you like step in and like go ahead and just do it and it's like wow like you, you they 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 were selfless un, selfless at yeah. that moment and put this innocent or this complete stranger 
a priority at first. And that's like a, I would say it's a human nature thing, but it's not because I see things all online. And so I'll see like a Chinese kid like laying on the ground and like, I don't know if it's just China or something. Maybe they're just cruel motherfuckers. I've watched like several videos of them like watching some kid dying on the road and like 20 people walk past him. And it's like, oh man, that's heartbreaking. Or a dog is like dying on the side of the road and people just keep driving by it. And I think it has like a, which none of this has anything to do with I learned in 2020. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I was trying. <laughs> I mean, I learned a lot of shit that if you fucking, if whoever fucking uh, has the power of the press or the media, they can control the narrative. You know, yeah. whoever edits something or films it, they control the narrative. I or mean, whatever you know, it's, it's funny about that. But think about it there. And this isn't like joking on what we were talking about earlier, but we know so many people that will use things like just memes and headlines and stuff and, and but they won't go any further and they'll but they won't even say like i heard this they're like no this is the truth and because people want to hear people like to hear the thing they like you know including so, myself all the of sensationalism us, all of us, the yeah. context is always uh that's a perfect relevant. Per- the sensationalism and that's what that's what we're all sort of drawn to and stuff and i think uh i think i remember back when we were like kids remember all of us heard marilyn manson removed a rib so he could suck his dick I have never run into a kid from any part of the United States that didn't know that, but none of us know where the fuck we heard it from. Yeah. We all just know we heard Marilyn Manson and that he was also the kid from the Wonder Years. Yeah. Everyone and I've never even talked about this to you, but I I knew that was like that was Bond. That was that was word. Now, to me that was Bond. I didn't believe the and I was the guy like, "Guys, he didn't remove his fucking rib. He was on the Wonder Years." Like, you know, I was like, "That's yeah. science." And then here we are now in a day day and age where I could say well, let me look that up, and I still know so many people that will argue with you for a fucking hour before somebody says, "Let me just Google was the he the fucking kid from the Wonder That's Years." That's why I try to, I try to, I try to when I'm not caught up in something. Or oh subject yeah, well, it's or, hard when we're caught up because we're feeling it. You're when you're when you're emotionally attached to any type of uh, discussion, debate, or argument, whatever you want to call it, knockdown, dragout, whatever the fuck it might be. There's levels to the shit. It's it's hard to see what the truth is because hey we don't know what the fucking truth is if you weren't there and then now i mean even being there it's hard to even tell someone could have pulled some fucking illusion on you or whatever and i mean right now they have the technology the whole deep fake shit they could put your face on someone else's face literally committing a crime and I mean, they have fucking apps now that do it. I have a friend, my buddy Spiff We've TV. We talked about Spiff doing it all the this time. This motherfucker yeah. has literally been Indiana Jones. He has been fucking uh, ET, and you can morph his his facial features into the the facial features of the actual uh, subject. And then you're like, whoa, that looks pretty legit. And if I didn't know this was bullshit, I would have thought like, damn, fucking Indiana Jones looks kind of like Spiff TV. And then and imagine if someone wanted to use it for other purposes and wanted to well, smooth it out or make it I, a higher quality they want to upgrade to the premium package of the deep fake god knows like you could show you could it was like the movie enemy state with will smith and they're showing him yeah. his wife like him his hus- her husband cheating on him he's like i didn't do that bitch and she's like yeah, I'm fucking you, well i think like, i think the craziest part about now is we have all the technology for things like deep fakes and yet still we don't even need to use that to convince people like, we have the technology to get so deep and put Mike Busey's face on something to be like, look, he did it. But still, we could just spread the rumor with words, and that's all people need. And so, that's kind of ridiculous. Like, that, that, that we're, we're at a point where 
we have the technology to really bamboozle people and we still don't even need to use it because all we need to do is slap something on Facebook. Like, did you hear Mike Busey spent $9 million on carnival rides and bought them from a Chinese dictator? And that's it. Once it's out there, even if a thousand people know it's a lie, 50 people are going to say it's true. But the worst part is out of those a thousand people that know it's a lie, a couple hundred of them aren't going to care enough to tell people when they get told it's a lie. It's like when, so, uh, like when someone posts like, oh, fucking uh, blah, 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 died, rest in peace. And then they just want to be caught up in that moment like, again. Yeah, they retweet it or repost it or whatever. And it's like. You didn't even go check TMZ, yeah. which is as and I know. I'm even saying that, but I mean it's been a pretty good track record of his being the thwarted figure of fucking celebrity news or something. I shit. post that Betty White died every day because I want to be the first, and it's coming. So every day I'm just like Betty White died. Oh my god! And it's, like the, like, no. it's like the boy who cried wolf. When she actually does die, I'm like, ah, oh, why y'all keep saying that shit? She's probably been dead for two years, and we just didn't do any fact checking. The lies have been the people hitting us. Betty White's still alive, and we're just like, oh fuck it. I'm not I mean, going to check teams. It's like that Mandela effect shit. Like, we all assume that blah, blah, blah has been dead for a while. And you're just like, oh, okay. And then- Who's somebody that you thought was dead for the longest? I'm going to tell you guys one person that I thought was dead for the longest and found out still alive. Bob Dole. Bob Dole's still alive. I, I thought Bob Dole was 90 in the year 1995. So when I found out Bob Dole was still alive, I was like, he must be the oldest fucking person in the world. Turns out he's like 98, still alive. No fucking clue, though. What what age do you want to live to if you could pick? Man, I'm... That's an idea. Age, yeah, I know what you're Within saying, a like, decade. Within a decade or five years. Getting to like 85 would be cool if it's a good 85, but I'm looking at my life now and I'm kind of feeling the way my body feels now. And I'm thinking 85 is going to be tubes and a Jamaican nurse who doesn't like me. You know, like, like I oh, said... Oh, you fat fucking motherfucker. Take this catheter. Yeah, I get heartburn at least twice a day. That's not right. You know, <laughs> that's not right for the body. It kind of goes back to the whole, like, um, you remember, like, Terry Chavo. It was a big thing here in oh, Florida. Yeah. And uh, how she was basically a vegetable, but her family wanted to keep her on life support. And then that comes in. The, the debate is when or how does someone choose to continue to live or not? Yeah. And that's why a lot of people... Uh Back back when they were trying to legalize gay marriage, that was like the, one of the big selling points that a lot of people were trying to explain. They were like, dude, imagine two dudes been with each other for like 20 years. Their parents disowned one of them because he was gay. Kill that queer. And, fucking pull the plug. And now, but no, no, now the parents are saying, you know, uh, I don't want to pull the plug. He'd want to live. And the dude's husband's like, I know what he wanted. He'd want the plug pull. But they're like, oh, you're but not. But he's like, oh, maybe he has some fucking fancy furniture he's trying to inherit. Well, I don't know. I don't know what to do. It's just like you were saying, that like, like, like uh, the people who know you got to make that call, not not just the people. So the moral story is if you're listening to this podcast, we thank you. And we'd like you to all take a napkin out and a pen and draw up your last will and testament. So how do how would. How would I even break up what the fuck I was? See, that's the thing. You you always talk about with your will. You want to break every – you just like to list. So here's the thing. Because all you have to say is all my masks go to. But you'd like to be like, no, but Corn Man needs to go to Robbie because I know how he feels about it. Yeah, this one. you're right. But I think, I think I've always noticed this, and I've always wanted to tell you this. The reason you want to list everything is because you're obsessed with your own mortality and 100%. you want to think about it and you really want to focus on it and make it a thing, which I get. But you, you, we've talked about this because you're like, I wouldn't even know. And that's something that I noticed you do when, when it's something deep 
You'll always be like, I don't even know where to start. But we do know where to start. With your property, you could be like masks. Masks include this and this. They go to so-and-so. Firearms include this and this. They go to so-and-so. We wouldn't have to actually list every single weapon. There was a show called The Greatest Funeral Ever. Yeah, I remember you they showed me. About it. Yeah. And these motherfuckers had like a damn game show. They brought people up like family feud stuff. And they had, like, trivia questions for the deceased person. That's how you should do it. And they would bring out, like, a Van and White. Like, today we're going to play for Bob's Rolex. He was his favorite Rolex. He wore it the time he died. It's a retail value of $20,000. Come on down here, Bob and Frank. What was Peter's fucking favorite food? Oh, apples. Oh, that's incorrect. Be like, bullshit, I was at the autopsy. I saw it. Apples. You could have Apples motherfuckers fighting over your possessions and shit, like dressing up like fucking Gumby. Well, that's um, what you got to do. It like, let's make a deal. Yeah. Like everybody yeah. knows. Like, does Dressed anybody have a nickel and a syringe in their pocket? And there's like one cousin. I got them both. Get out of here, Ray. I remember the first time I went to a funeral and someone like was trying to be humorous or lighthearted, and I was like, whoa. But then. Later on, you're like, you really appreciate it. You're like, man, that's how yeah. you probably should handle this shit. I have rocked the mic at about three funerals, and I'm not going to lie. I killed it. Like, I knew. I knew straight up, too. And I was like, because at one funeral, they asked no, me. No, they killed it. They they asked me. Uh, at one of the funerals, they killed themselves. But they asked me to oh, to get up there. crowd. Yeah, they were like, the, the the mom was like, would you would you say some words? And I was like, you know, I am not prepared. And I came up on the mic, and I was like. Let's do this. And I and I literally he pulled out this fucking scribe. I just rocked like, it. It was on the first of November. I met Tom Ford. I'm like, listen, guys, I've been doing stand up comedy for like nine years, rocking crowds for 35 weeks out of the year all over the country. Let me show you a little thing I call what I do. But I was. I have a mental list on who I want to speak at my funeral, and you're definitely one of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be like, you know, he left no way. He just roasted me. He just left everything to me and Amanda. That was weird. But anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, fuck, I could talk about this forever. I mean, just, you're right. I'm I'm obsessed with my mortality because I'm not really afraid of anything other than, like, the uncertainty of not knowing what this all really is do you guys I'll, I'll tell you this for real and i know exactly i know exactly how I, how old i was i don't know the date or anything but i know i was 10 years old 10 years old one night when i just popped up like in my bed and realized i am gonna die like there was no question to it it wasn't like uh, it was 100 percent. there will be a day where something occurs and that's the last day and that thought the first time I really thought it was like 10 years old. Like I knew I was going to die. Everybody dies. But laying there, I thought, wait a second. 100% there's no getting out of this. There's no stall. There's no, it just will happen. And that, that shook me, not like terribly, but it shook me enough to realize like it's going to happen. And it goes back to the preparation. Plan all you want. You should do things better. You should be healthier. You should, but at the end of the day too, when it happens, I'm not going to be ready no matter how ready you think you are for it, you know? I learned in 2020 that the whole world could go to fucking shit. But if the if the media decides to tell us that aliens are fucking amongst us and this shit's all real, then we're just going to like, oh, well, okay, cool, and just keep it moving. And 
These are these are the moments. Once our, once our money got fucked with, we didn't care about aliens. Once it was like we been getting laid off, they're like, yeah, but aliens, shut the fuck up about the aliens. What do you mean I'm getting laid off? You know, I there's been more talk about stimulus checks than aliens because you'd have like, told me 10, 20, 30 years ago that 2020 would bring some of the most um, solid. I won't I won't say the word concrete, but very fucking derogative, most, derogative of, statements from officials no, of our government some of the about most credible, this Some of the most credible information. Yeah. Not like, yeah, some of the most credible information we've had. Yes, thank you. So, 2020, we all know I'm this, still, this will forever go down in fucking infamy of the most craziest shit as of now. This year, it, I think it got the respect of World War II, the Great Depression. It got, it got some respect yeah. to Pearl Harbor. We got 9-11 thrown in the mix. 2020 will go on the the Mount Rushmore of what the fuck years in, in American history and, and world history, man. world not history, not American, yeah, world history. Yeah. Well, I was gonna sum up yeah. that, but uh, I I realized that these motherfuckers ain't shit because they all were fucking all like hyped up about aliens, and then when they fucking dropped the alien shit, then they were just like, huh, yeah, knew that. And I'm like, maybe maybe they had it all wrong. Maybe they maybe we can handle it, but. Apparently the aliens say we're not ready for it, and I would, I I, I tweeted something uh, maybe a month ago or so. I said, "What if what if the fucking aliens were? We all think the aliens have the answers for us, but what if what if the aliens are seeking us for the answers?" We talked about this, and that's at first you're like, "No, my, that doesn't make sense. They're they're flying, they're intergalactically traveling, and and da da da," but. End of the day, we talk about humans having emotion, and what if that is like the greatest, like coveted fucking thing you could possess is the the, the consciousness of emotion. And what if they're just like, well, well, I don't understand what this is, and what the fuck? Let me. So let me, all aliens are on the autism spectrum. No. <laughs> just like, <laughs> what do you? All right, so let's let's say that. The aliens are amongst us, and they've the intergalactic committee. Has, you will find a way to get this alien into every podcast. Yes, it's on the goddamn flyer. It says conspiracy. It's I don't know if it says alien. alien. It's the same. It does have the word intelligent misspelled. Yeah. However, yes, this is. A, I, I don't give a fuck about Corona. I don't care about who died. I don't care about who's fucking the country's blowing up. I don't care world wars. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. I don't care about the cops. I don't care about Trump. I don't care about. I love you, Trump. I don't care about any of this look, shit. Look, look. Let's go back to the fucking aliens. Hold on. You said what? The aliens? The fucking, there is concrete, it's, like, there's people not coming for it. evidence. We keep, we've, we've had the same, dis- look, Chris has only been with us for, like, three weeks. He's laughing because we've had the same discussion Donald Trump every just put podcast. out a fucking, like, a 5,000-plus page report or a, 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 a fucking bill to, to sign, and they called it, oh, within this hidden... Like it's like the at like the car commercial like yeah. somewhere within those five thousand plus pages, he is claiming that the United States government needs to come forward and tell the the citizens of America the reality and the truth about extraterrestrials, and they have one hundred and eighty days to do it, and that's what was that was a part of the whole like stimulus thing. So, and then weeks before that, we have the former fucking uh, but the stimulus package got it got blocked. Yes. So we're not going to get the 180 days on it now. 
Well, because it got blocked. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like this. You know what? You know, what entire twenty twenty has also taught me is I don't know shit about how really things really fucking happen because I they could be like, well, it's uh the January sixth, and if the electoral college sees its shadow, we're gonna have to call Congress, <laughs> and if if Barr. And fucking Barack Obama happened to share the same birthday. You've all got to go back to start. Will, you do not get your two hundred dollars. I will tell you Pass this: and go. every goddamn election, I learn like five new election laws, and I'm like, that's really how it works. Like, like I, I, I swear to God, man, I didn't even realize till this election that uh, it was like, what is it, December fourteenth or December sixteenth or something like that, when the electoral college calls it. I was always like, they just call it once they got it, you know, like, like that's it. These are things that, like, I don't think anyone knows. It's like if you're in a room and you just kind of look around like, oh, so uh, I guess uh, fucking, uh, I, I guess he won or something. I don't know. And it's like, that's why I always say, like, who who is the, the transition of power? It's like power? watching cricket. Like, you're sitting there on the TV, you're watching, you're just waiting for people to clap and be like, oh, okay, so someone did score. Because I've been do watching you, this game the whole time. I have no fucking clue what's going on. Do you think there's a form of government or agencies or departments that actually run the government that no matter who's president, they're running? And are they influenced by another outside group of people or whoever? Do you think, like, like let me let me tell you verbatim. Let's yeah. say, like, the CIA, the FBI, the, the Federal Reserve. Are those agencies, those departments, are they – we know they're not elected – Okay, which they're is, appointed though by the people that they're they're they would be governing. Let's say, well, if that was do the they case. have terms on their their they their get rank? fired. They can just get fired. Yeah. So who does that though? The president. The president can fire them, and then you know. So what happens when? And, and I'm asking. Yeah. I, I really don't know because I'm not going to sit here and try to fake fun. A lot of times they'll ask them to resign too. That's how they get them. So, can the director of the FBI and the CIA be that guy no matter how many presidents as long as that president that's at reign at that time says yeah. hey, you're out? Yeah, it's a job where they can just they maintain it uh, until. Yeah, that's that's kind of weird. But they know? fire them all the so time. But they fire them all the time. Yeah. And I those mean, guys do like five, six years, then a new new term comes in, a new president, and they're like, yeah, you know, you're going to need to resign. And they also resign when they know that they're not going to get the help from that person, you know? Because they're like, all right, this guy here, he is not going to push my agenda about, you know, us needing to be more All I'm hearing you say is that's a broken process. Like, that, that's, that's not going to theoritively work. It's the American and, way, though. I mean, guy keeps his job until they get fired. They're not, they're not elected officials, so they don't have term limits. It's a job. It's like, when it's you, like the when sheriff. You, the sheriff when keeps you play Monopoly. When you play Monopoly, when you're first like, all right, we're going to play Monopoly, and everyone, there's that one guy like, fuck you, y'all ain't yelling shit, I got this. But then there's like that... Very awkward, like, agreement in the very beginning of Monopoly. is like, yo, so uh, who's going to be the banker? And you're not, like, fucking paper, rock, scissor, and you're not, no one's casting ballots to yeah. vote. Oh, I'm going to vote for Bobby to be the banker because I trust him the most. This guy, he's the banker, and that's it, and he's the banker, and that's what Well, imagine this, though. This would be the better way of looking at your, your, your thought process here. The banker worked his way up banking and now is the director of the bank. Uh, well, you know, because they don't maybe come. In, they maybe don't, in that, but yeah. when we're on fucking together on Tony and Baloney and fucking Bob, it's the guy who just wants to, who's good with numbers, yeah, well, and wants to that's, hold. Well, maybe he's the closest uh, chair on the table to fucking get to the refrigerator. And generally, like, like you know, your director of CIA has been a you know an agency head for this. In CIA my younger so. days, I would like. Oh, the banker has to go pee pee. Okay, well, yo, hey Tony, you want to fucking hey, throw me five hundred? So what I'm trying to what I'm trying to theorize. I don't know if I'm gonna raise my hand for you or something. I don't know if it's too late for you to get on my my. No, my it's beer. just it's just wrong. 
but no. <laughs> stick to the jokes. I'm talking about reality here. Yeah. So you never like said, "Hey, fucking, hey, bro, let's just let's just split up some yeah, money." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and, with and the director, fuck the guy who just went to the bathroom. The, Monopoly? Yeah, a Monopoly, totally. But but like when you're but seriously, when you're talking about positions like directors and stuff like it's that, politics. It it is, but also they. So you don't think there's some corruption within these departments? No, no, no. That's not what you're asking. And, and Definitely power? corruption. I just don't think they. I don't think one that they're in charge of 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 the like a shadow government. These agencies, if you were going to have a shadow government, it would definitely be something that we didn't know about. It wouldn't be an agency that you could see ahead of because they're more of like soldiers for the people you appoint. You know, uh, think about like an organized crime family. These are the captains. Your captains. You know. So you don't think there's any department in the United States government that someone has like abuse of power they know something No that's and yeah that's use- totally right that's yeah, I totally believe that we see that all the time with corruption I just don't think there's a uh, So how do you stop that Oh man that's our, Mike yeah that's that's one we've all been trying to we, figure we, out we, forever. we put we put limits on terms of pregnancies and this and that and there are certain I, I don't know But we the, can fire the thing is the reason we put limits on 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 those is because they're elected uh you know they don't want multiple elections and stuff Basically what I'm trying to get to is I I think that the the there is. I don't have the answers to a perfect way to govern. But the presidents all can fire them. These people. They don't stay there forever. Yeah, we know that. It, ha- it happens all the time. I think Trump may have fired more fucking uh, people in his cabinet that's than what, anyone. That's what, and these people. I don't know. Even I, have, I can't quote. I didn't see it on the media, yeah. Miguel. I'm just saying that. Yeah. I have read or heard the news several yeah. times that. A lot oh, of he firing him. He got rid of a lot of people yeah. and then brought in someone else. And yeah. So that's that's the checks and balance though that they're able to be fired. You know, so that's like the big thing because a president can't fire a congressman and he can't fire a senator because the people voted them in. But it's an imperfect, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tainted process because if Trump wanted to bring in this guy to be secretary or whatever, blah blah blah, fucking of education or yeah, that's what they did with like Betsy DeVos. They brought in a person who had no history of education and brought him in yeah yeah you could like as a president i'm pretty sure you could just hire your family or your friends like, they gotta Yo, get vetted by congress though then congress has to congress or senate i messed up senate senate has to pass them so they get brought in and then the senate has to pass them but you're right if you are the senate majority is with your party then the senate uh will probably pass this person that you want you know yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of these things don't happen. That's what happened with Supreme Court judges this year. In the year. open, like, oh, like, no, you kind of like look at your guy, like, I, I need fucking Bob to win this uh, this seat. And then you're like, yeah, you're right, Bob should win it. And I hope you cut my check to my campaign this year. Or well, a lot of times, I need yeah. you to pass this. It's all politics. That happens and, and a lot of times with, with, with donors and stuff, too. People who are big donors, a person in their family or close to their organization. That's Betsy DeVos right there with the Secretary of Education. The, the What do you think the most perfect version of uh, a society is? I, such, I couldn't, Mike. Yeah, I couldn't. Like, I mean, Is it just like, yo, go live in the woods and eat your fruit no. and fucking build a fort and then, no, then you, don't be an asshole? Or? I mean, it sounds nice, but... It's that society isn't a society. That's just an individual living, you know, like once you get a society where what government, what, what country do you think is like all, all around? If you were like rating them at like a, a Yelp review, yeah. which one would get like the most stars? What government, what form of country? Or state? I would say that I know that our form of, of, of presidency and government is, isn't been, hasn't been known to be successful anywhere, but the United States historically. 
Like you won't find our system of government. So democracy has, has no democracy has. It's just a form of our democracy. Like most democracies that succeed worldwide are parliamentary democracies, where you have a parliament and a prime minister and stuff like that. The president, vice president style democracy that we have in the United States has not been historically popular or uh, been successful. So if you had to leave America come January first, what country are you going to? That 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 you feel that you would thrive and be the most happy in. Mm. Not based on the, the vagina right, that, right, that right, there, right. or the landscape or whatever fucking uh, Instagram post you saw of this beautiful mountain or some shit. Based on polit- like politically laws and like how would you thrive? I'd say Canada. With- Canada? I'd say Canada's got a good democracy, a strong military, a good, uh, good amount of money. It's weird. It's weird as fuck. It's basically like... Like, it's it's generic America, and that's just such a rude fucking statement. But it's like when you're there, you feel like everything feels right until you look at the money, and there's, like, hockey players on the $5 bill, and you're like, what the fuck is this, you know? But I think Canada would be the, the, the country that I think has their shit together enough where I like it. would be it. the shortest uh, flight, I would say, yeah. to another country, maybe. What about you? you? Honestly, I don't know. I yeah. mean... I, I'm like that ignorant American that's like, oh, I heard if you go to Dubai, you can't fucking be spit on the fucking sidewalk to chop your head off or something. I'm that guy because I've heard and I've Googled and I've seen shit. And then, you know, I've had friends go to Mexico and have the most horrible nightmare experience. And I've watched way too much Locked Up Abroad. And I'm just like, oh, man, there's some guy waiting in the airport. And like, oh, this fat fucking American guy. He can't run very fast. Let me fucking extort him and kidnap him and fucking... I don't know. Honestly, I would probably just be selfish and think about which, what country I thought had the hottest blonde hair. You just said chicks. not to do that. I and that's if that. I was. And that's, I have nothing else. I, Canada's a good selection. Yeah. Um, I think Canada is. You could definitely any tell. Any place that speaks English, preferably, probably would be. I would thrive in a little bit more. You could tell by me saying Canada too. That's like the safe choice because I'm not thinking outside the box. I'm literally just shifting over a little bit. You know, like it. It. it, it because I, I don't know enough about, like... We know crime, and I don't know if we could pull up some facts or not, but uh, what country has the least crime? Cause, and, and, but and, you don't want that because the least crime might mean the harshest laws. Yeah. You know, like, you don't want to be, like, you don't want to go right. to a place, like, yeah, because you, you might... You got to pick and choose your battles, like, okay, you're going to get free health care, and, and they're, these are going to be fucking cream to the core fucking doctors, but then... Because then in reality, you have to, like, assess from top to bottom... What is the most important thing about the the quality of life? And I would say, your your from your health, which I feel like is individually like destined upon, and then I would think of your security. That's why I'm a firm believer in you know you should definitely have a strong military. And then there's countries that never even had any beef, and they have like no military, so it's kind of like weird. Like oh wow, you know Maybe because that is the way to do it. A, a lot of times there's places that haven't had much beef because they're in areas where they're protected by other people who will handle the beef Politics. and they don't have resources that anybody's going to take from like Iceland. Uh, you know, what are you going to do? You want, you want to take Iceland? Maybe you can take it in a fucking week. What do you get when you take Iceland? You get a bunch of other people pissed off and you're around the world. You know, there's a good safety to not being a bully. Russia doesn't give a fuck. And that's why they've done some bully shit, which has always been like, whatever the God, world stage I, know, I, I don't want to even say this but i saw a fucking another meme it was a factoid <laughs> meme and it was i i, I do remember, it was a a malaysian 
or in, it was Indonesian. Yeah. It was flight 007. I remember that yeah. part. And they had accidentally flew into Russian airspace. Did they get shot down? They got shot down. And I forget the rest of the fucking meme. What the fuck was it? It was like, whoa. Like, and there was no, like, there was no restitution or, hey, we're yeah. sorry. And, oh, that's what it was. That's what it fucking was. So I'm proud of my brain right now. So that's how Ronald Reagan brought in after that happened. It happened in 83, I believe, that this Malaysian fucking airlines got shot out of the fucking air by Russia because they accidentally went into their airspace. And... Ronald Reagan's like, all right, we're gonna make, we're gonna fucking make basically governmental technology, which is GPS, a thing to where now we have to track every single flight to where now we know where they were geographically located yeah. during their flight patterns, and that's how GPS became uh, used, uh, used outside of the government. Outside of the government, so basically that's where we got. Fucking MapQuest and Google Earth. Isn't it crazy, too? Because you figure that's 83. It comes till about 93 when... Shit, I'd say later now. I'd, it comes I'd, to, like, 2000s when you start getting, like, Google Earth. But it comes to about, like, 93 where you start getting, like... Um, do you remember asking a chick, like, hey, uh, do you have GPS on your phone? Oh, I remember printing out MapQuest oh, and, so and fucking going to a girl's house and being like, it says make a ride at Kepler Street. So don't quote me on that meme thing. It was like a factoid meme, okay? It was not just a meme. Give me some credit, Miguel. It was a, it was intended to be like a, a fact that I saw on a fucking <laughs> It was image. intended to be a it fact. It was an image of a fucking airline probably getting blown out of the fucking air by a rocket. It's like, it's did you know how GPS came to common? Ronald Reagan made it fucking popular because he was tired of motherfuckers getting blasted. It was probably a picture from, like, Air Force One, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, that's the worst when you see it. I mean, like, oh, come on, guys. That's not fucking Tony Soprano. Yeah, I, I love that, where they'll just be like one of the dudes from Peaky Blinders, and the quote will be like, I don't believe anything I read on the internet. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, what does this have to do with anything? I, lo I love also the... Uh, My mind travels, Miguel, when you say these things. I get it, man. But you know what? You know what time it is, right? Let me guess. For you to go pee somewhere? It's for, it's, you're, you'd pee right here if you had to. It's first break. Venezuela has the highest crime rate. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, especially everything Ralphie's going on Venezuela. Ralphie's cousin got killed right on the fucking streets of Venezuela. Right when we got back from Colombia, which That's is right. like a bordering yeah. uh, country. That's nuts. But we're going to our first break. And when we come back, I do want to talk more about 2020, man. And like So much. Yeah, like... like some, just, I just want to talk Miguel, about... Miguel, actually, I didn't tell you, but Chris and Steven has agreed to do an eight-hour podcast. This is going to be the, called the 2020 uh, Telethon. No, Marathon. because every time you get close to talking about something, you'll be like, where do I start with that? And I'm like, start, because there's such good stories when you do start. I know, but I'm just, I got, got to. so much in but, me, because I have done more reflecting in 2020 than I ever have done well, any let's time talk, before. Guys. Let's go to our first break, and let's talk about some of the reflections we've had in 2020. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBeasy.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy 
the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox because we're sending you one of these badass members only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff, but for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It, it's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBeasy.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat. It's an experience. As a member of MikeBeasy.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at Mike Beasy's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience. During Members Weekends, you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest, craziest, wildest ladies you'll ever imagine. The beauty beauties. Don't worry, campers. We've gone an extra mile here at the Sausage Castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience. I've been following Mike BC for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. So Memberships is you're missing out. I, I, I started following Mike BC about, a, about two years ago, the and the guy's a real guy. And it uh, allows people to come here that are like outcasts oh, of society, and they fit in well. And uh, I was like, yeah, Team I got to fuck with this guy. Man, I've been following Mike about two months. Became a member a month ago. So, but I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle. Having a great day of fucking the drunken field dead. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, airboating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade, epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. Yeah. That's right, Team White and Team Blue, not Team Black if they lose. Oh, right. It's like that, Big Mike. It's Team Black, bro. Even though we lost all our all our stuff so far. The Members Weekend, I'm going to put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, this is just, it, it's life. It's, it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like, it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride at some point. Some of these people, they get, they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? 
We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's going to show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars that have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's gonna take you and the rest of the members during Members Weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from LA. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's oh a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole another fucking life. And then you become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show that for it is. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit at the gas station, the sausage castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. And we're back. Welcome to episode 23? 23. Hour 2 of Two Fat Dudes Talking About God Knows What. Well, we're talking, one of the things that we we were discussing a lot, it's weird because I have never been the guy to dwell on a year oh what did i learn about but this year i swear to god it, it has changed everything like i even want like i've never been the person to think a new year is going to change anything but i am hoping to god that 2021 just literally kicks in with like boom murder hornets are dead fucking covid is fucking canceled same you know like i've never felt so exhausted from a year i I'm, really a i'm whole completely year. opposite on on how you feel though i have and it's my fault uh, I have always put this New Year's Eve, this magical countdown to right. midnight on this this maybe undeserved pedestal. And I'm like, yeah. And I, I use it as a, uh, a bookmark in life. Like, okay, this is the end of the year. And uh, it's, you know, year 25. That I'm going to lose weight. Or I'm going to make more money. Or I'm going to fucking clean my shoe closet or whatever the fuck. Do you, you... make resolutions? Yeah, I, yeah. I normally do. I, I try to 
I'd say the last 15 so years, I would set up like basic shit, like yo, you got to fix that, or yeah. Then they'd be like short term, mid term, long term, and the long term were pretty like whoa. Like, yeah, like life changing shit. Normally every year I don't have to change the long term. They're still like continuing in, <laughs> and every now and then I I check one of those bad boys off, and sometimes I don't even know. I'm like, wait a minute, shit, I did do that. Fuck. I bet like, if we could on, compile, I bet if we could compile like your New Year's resolutions of the past 15 years and put them on like an Asana spreadsheet and start seeing what we checked off, you'd be impressed. Sometimes, and I would be, like, devastated, like, oh, what the fuck? How did I not goddamn fucking go get health insurance? And yet again, I was proud that this last year I decided to be a, an adult and said, hey, uh, I got to stop buying everything with fucking cash and, and use credit and build my credit. I I had, like, low 400s, and now I'm in the 700s. You had basic. I remember when we were building your credit. You basically didn't have, like, bad credit because you did bad shit. You had bad credit because you didn't have existing credit. Like, there was just, like, a, a no history of Mike Busey's credit. It was, like, ghost credit shit. One thing I learned in uh, 2020 that I do sincerely feel that the economic, like, your profile in society here in America, it, it is a game. Yeah. It is a game in a way. Like, okay, it's how do you... Build it up. You can. There are ways to like. I wouldn't say the word cheat, but there's ways to like definitely juke the stats. Yeah, yeah. You can like kind of put the up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B A B A select start. Get thirty extra men if you fucking find some random dude in New York that you pay hundred dollars a month and he's gonna fucking put you on some credit line and all of a sudden your shit goes up and then he's gonna. I don't know what he does. He calls the fucking hospital you're born at. Hey, listen, Tony's not paying for that fucking uh. That goddamn fucking, uh, that birth. It's been fucking 40 years. Mike, you ain't getting shit. Fuck you. Take Mike it off his Busey record. Mike died six years ago. This is Mike Busey. I bet my credit score would go down if I died. Like, well, that, that fucking Social Security, you can scratch that number right off the fucking books. I wonder if anyone's ever tried to, like, steal my credit back when my credit was bad. And then they were just like, fuck this. Like, I just left my goddamn ID and Social Security card sitting somewhere. And some guy tried. And they were like, no, bro. You're going to get a 67% interest rate on that shit. Yeah, there's probably been. What, do you ever, did you ever have a credit card before, like, now? No. No, no. A year ago. I had to literally buy these secure cards. Which such a fucking secure card kicking which you've been, scam. Miguel has been a major help on, like, basically babysitting and being like, I don't know, Mike, let me uh, go see what, what we got going on. So I had to pay $500 to have. To use my five hundred dollars, and then I got charged like thirty five bucks a month to use my five hundred dollars. And the here's the thing that they don't teach you in school, and and you don't learn in your younger years, which doesn't matter. Anyways, you probably like my dad didn't want me to get a credit card. He's like, "Boy, that's the worst thing you do." And I'm like, "Oh hell yeah!" But then I was like, "Oh fuck, this is not the worst thing to do." But then it's a double edged sword because you know if you'd have done it back then, you'd have run it up and got your ten thousand dollars from fucking Sears or some shit, and then. Not had nothing left of what you bought and owed a bunch of money and interest. That's the thing with credit. So many of our parents and the people we knew uh, only knew the negative side of credit because they utilized it incorrectly. That they would give you warnings like, credit, you don't need no credit. That's going to destroy you. When truthfully it was, no, you need good credit. So we needed credit. We needed to have cards. We needed to have stuff in our name. We just need to be smart about fucking using it. It's like if you had a DeLorean and you could go back in time and take what knowledge you have now, what would you fucking run with? And and honestly, 20 years ago, 
you weren't able to share data and have factual information about certain things. You'd be like, well, I heard if you if you do this, da, 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 blah, 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 and you don't really fucking know. Yeah. And then once you start doing it and you see it affecting you in a positive way, you're like, shit, this is a game. I All got this my, shit's a game. I got my first debit card when I was 15 years old because the they were new, and I had a bank account because I had a job, and I sat with the bank manager and that's who explained to me how to use a debit card. And it was me and three other people. They were two adults. And they were like, these are going to be your debit cards. This is how it works. And I'm like sitting there like, oh, that's too much fucking responsibility. Oh, I already, I already fucking checked out. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's just like I, I learned this year that, uh, that if you take a child, like an infant yeah. baby, and you put their name on your credit line or some shit, so by the time they're 18, they got fucking amazing credit. That's what, my, that's what I tell you my mom did. She would give us all a bill. So crazy. I never I, knew that. Once I got my first job, every everybody in my household, when you got your first job, you won. You're, you're now your fucking, your curfew changed. That was the biggest thing for me when I got my first job. I now didn't have to have this come home whenever the fuck I say curfew. She was like, you can stay out late. Oh, you got I'm a working, job. mom. Give me a fucking break. I'm yeah. working. And, and the other thing was when you got a job in my house, uh, one of the bills was putting your name, something small. And I and I asked my mom to put, uh, we, we wanted cable. We had, had cable. So it was like $30 a month for basic channels, you know. Woo! And I said, give me the cable bill, but I want to have HBO too. I want us to have HBO. And so my mom was like, if you want us to have HBO, you're going to have to give me enough money to pay the cable bill with HBO for four months up front. So that she knew there wasn't going to be some bullshit a month into it. Like, I couldn't afford it. Heard so, that. But what she did was she would put the bill in your name. So now when I was like 15 years old, uh, I had credit. I was joking around about having bad credit when I was younger. But it was like, it really wasn't until I was like uh, 30, like 32 years old I had a bad credit run. It wasn't even bad. I just dropped into like the low sixes. But I, uh, from when I remember going to get my first credit card. I was like 22 years old and I was going to go to Amsterdam for the first time. And I was like, I'm getting a fucking credit card just in case I want to wild out. And the woman was like, Prostitutes. Yeah, yeah definitely. Y'all take credit? All day. Swipe on them. But when I remember, I, I went to the bank to get a credit card. And at that time, I was with Navy Federal Credit Union. Went to the bank to get a credit card. Sat with them. And the woman's telling me, you might not get a, you know approved for a lot. You know, blah, blah, blah. And I had like a 730 credit score at like 22. She was like, what the fuck? And I was like, give me that credit card. And I, and I took it to Amsterdam. And I did smart. So this I, doesn't make sense. I blew that 5000 6000 whatever they gave me in Amsterdam, plus the money I had, and just paid it all off. And I had like a fucking How old five, are you? 22. And 22, I had like a 5% interest rate. $5,000 credit? Yeah. And I had like a 5% interest rate. It was nothing because like, I was an old man I credit. bet your dick felt like fucking oatmeal when you came back. Bro, my dick didn't want to talk to me for a week. For fucking a week, it didn't want to talk to me. It, it, it only spoke Dutch now, you know? Spewing lava. Spew, it, I, I tell you this. Wearing much, wooden fucking boots, the, shoes. The prostitutes in Amsterdam did not take credit cards. So that's what I had to use my cash for. But other than that, everything else in Amsterdam took credit in all of Europe. It was cool being like 22 out there. Because you know what the cool thing about being 22 and being in a place like Europe like that is? You, uh, you don't feel bad for being dumb. I think you don't feel bad the, for not knowing. The biggest uh, things we do wrong in, here in America is that the traditional education system needs to be, like, re-fucking-visited from the core. Like, all right, if this motherfucker really don't want to fuck with this, give him overall the, the basics. Yeah. But, like, I've always been a, a fan of, like, tech schools. Like, yeah. yo, if, if fucking Bob Smith wants to fucking... 
you know, learn to do fucking block work. And, yeah. And that's his thing. And he went to start a contracting business. Because there's always that one kid that you went to high school with that made really good money. Oh, yeah. Because they were doing some badass manual labor shit yeah. that they knew they were going to get paid no matter what. And they might not be able to fucking spell the word Apple, but they fucking definitely fucking had plenty of them if they needed Well, it. truthfully, here's the thing. By the time you're done with about 10th grade, I'd say you have a basic education to be an adult anywhere. Uh, you start getting to 11th and 12th grade, you start thinking about it. You start getting in, like, these specialized literature classes. and like, You can't keep you know, up. You're like, wait a minute. What the f- Honors what the fuck? Yeah. Honors 0.5? I, don't, I can't do all this. By 10th grade, you're, you're, like, at the minimum, you're in, like, Algebra 2. You know, which is, is, is the basic amount of math that everybody's going to need to know without getting specialized. But then what's the biggest to- bullshit you think they teach in uh, school? Um, I mean, not historically incorrect health. or not. Health, because they don't get into shit in health. You know, they're like, you got a dick, wash it. You got this, you know, like they don't get it. That's what you do with that thing. Yeah, I I'm think doing I, it all wrong. Those this like whole nine time. week, those nine week health classes or whatever, like that, and they're like split between two things. You're like health and then government and economics. You're like, what the fuck? Like, how is that a package? You know, learn to wash your pussy. Also, this is how you elect a senator. You know, it doesn't roll. I mean, sometimes like just a simple like the whole uh, what was it the the bill. The cartoon. I'm just a bill. Yeah. And like, I'm sitting here on Capitol, Capitol Hill. Hill. Like, that shit was more impacting than any fucking yeah. four-hour seminar I had or anything. Anything that had illustrations. Listen, if I would go in the library, I went to the library because we didn't have to be in fucking class. I was pretending I liked those books. I didn't give a fuck about those books until I saw some pictures. One time, I fucking went to some library, and they had a, an autobiography about Madonna. And I started flipping through that bitch. The titties that were on it? There were yeah. titties in that bitch. It was called erotica. Erotica. I, I don't remember, but I take your word for it. Yeah. And I definitely fucking jerked my wiener. Oh, yeah. To I, fucking public school library book about Madonna. Dude, Madonna was always good titties. for some sort. I'll tell you another Bush. one. Madonna was always good for some sort of flash that you uh, you could jerk off to. Another good one Hell was yeah. uh, Shirley Manson from Garbage. Uh, yeah, she would always just, like, there was a good crotch shot in every video she did. She could do a fucking Christmas song, and you were going to see some panties, man. Uh, I remember when my dad married this psycho bitch, uh, my stepmother, and there was a couple times when I was young, and I was going through puberty, and she wore this little teal nighty, and she never wore panties. <laughs> and there was a couple times I was really angry at my boner. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> and I was really confused inside, and I was like, why do I have a boner right now? And I was like, oh, <laughs> this is weird. The angry boner. I've had those really like, you work for me, motherfucker. But what was weirder when your boy Heavy C was there in the morning, you go to school with him, and then he's seeing your stepmom's pussy. And then you've got to talk about your stepmom's pussy all the way to school. <laughs> and you're like, hey, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's got some. And you know when you're young, you get excited about the simplistic things. Oh, like, yeah. yo, this one's got big teeth. Yeah. yeah. I'm dating her because I get to fucking play with her milkers all the way home. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes simple things like that just make you happy. Did your stepmom had Killer Bush? Yeah. Oh, man. She was like Cherokee Indian or some shit, too. She had a fat bush. Ooh. And she was lazy. She was one of those, like, I fuck your dad a couple times. I was working at KFC. He done took over my Montgomery Ward fucking credit card. I paid off these fucking pleather couches. Let me tell you this. My whole childhood, there were two financial burdens in my life. 
That was the house my father bought in Oklahoma. We were stationed in Oklahoma for like two years. But my dad bought a house thinking it would be cheaper than living on base housing. And then it just became the thing he could never sell. And that house haunted us our whole lives. And then our goddamn Montgomery Ward credit card. And I remember my, my I'm talking my entire childhood. There'd be times when, when I'd, I'd be looking at him in the kitchen. And I'd see my mom and I'd see the stress. But fuck, the goddamn Montgomery Ward credit card in the house bill. Not a lot Bro, of meat. Not same. a lot of meat for dinner today, you know. <laughs> Bro, listen. Uh, this this wicked stepmother. She was the. Uh, you I, told me about her, man. This bitch. Like, there's not many people that they died. I'd be happy, but this is one of them, and I hate to say. She used this. to make your sister get a eucalyptus stick, right? Yeah, and caress her caress leg, leg layer like. And a she had fucking, a horrible, evil daughter, right? Yeah, Megan. Megan. This, I got my ass fucking beat because these Star Crunch rappers. Or found oh, behind my Megan, bed. I got yeah. framed. I got framed. This bitch set me up. And my dad comes in. Who the fuck ate these star crunchers? I'm going to start beating everyone until I get the truth. <laughs> and I look dead. over at Megan and she's like, just tell him. He's going to beat us up. And wait a second. Tell him. And now, I'm like, you know when someone calls you out, you're like, what the fuck, bitch? I did not eat no goddamn and, star and crunchers. Megan was the one bitch. who did it, right? Yes. The whole time. And I was like, oh, my God. This is just like those movies and you see on Lifetime. The Wicked shit. Stepmom and just the fucking Evil Daughter. Yeah, and we got her ass beat, and then years, years later, she like confessed to doing it. But this bitch was putting Star Crunch wrappers fucking under my mattress, and then be like, "Yeah, <laughs> Mike's been eating them. Look," she and I'm like, the "What the fuck? This bitch planted this shit." She so played like, the long con on your ass. Oh my god! And I remember one time. Uh, my dad had to close the door. You know, and sometimes your dad is going to beat your ass. Yeah, and but nobody then there's that this. one time, and it's like that one magic. It's almost like the birds and bee conversation you have with your dad. It's when your dad's like, I don't want to do this. So just fucking pretend it hurts. Ooh, the pretend ass whooping. You're like, he's like, yeah, take that. And you're like scared. And the first one, you're like, ah. Is too like, loud with you're it? You're like, whoa, that was too loud. What the fuck? That did not hurt that much. You're whoa, lying all wrong. Fuck? You're like, stop putting those hot pennies on my stomach. <laughs> yeah, you're like, no, dad, this hurts. Stop yeah. beating me. Wow, you've really taught me a lesson. And then dad uh, shot me. He's like, all right, listen, your stepmom's a fucking bitch, but listen, just keep this between us. And I was like, I love you, Dad. I love you, Daddy. Thank you for fake beating me instead yeah. of taking my side. But then <laughs> what fucked me up is that years later they found out that I could take all the ass lickings. Yeah. And what really fucked me up was grounding. Grounding sucks, man. That, like, it, that's the thing. Grounding sucks. Stuck at home. Especially you know what you, grounding is to me? It is the, it is the indoctrination. The, what's the word? Indoctrination? The, of prison prison yeah it's like oh you want to leave which is oh so you want to leave well guess what you can't you're grounded to your fucking room and no tv it's so funny though because i knew how Anne frank i felt her pain <laughs> hiding in my room with a sheet over my tv so they couldn't see the light with the fucking the volume down really low and now you celebrate not leaving the house one time i was <laughs> i was staying at my grandpa's and I was recording Beavis did you get and grounded? Butthead. Did you get grounded at another relative's house? That's the oh, yeah. worst. I I'm got like, passed around like a fucking shitty fucking secret Santa fucking gift. Like, Mike, when you get they were shaking me like, yeah, yeah, you can have him for the summer. When you get grounded at another relative's house, it's like getting arrested in another country. Like, do you even have authority? Yeah. Like, it's like, hold on. Is this, is this legit? <laughs> yeah. Who do I call? My grandpa, he he, uh, he grounded me. And this, and I'm, I just found out he has Alzheimer's. And ninety five percent, ninety five percent of me was fucking really sad. I just found this out over Christmas. I talked to him. I said, "Hey, motherfucker," I didn't say motherfucker. I said, "Hey," I didn't let up on him. I said, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get your ass." Yeah. 
because I know how he, he yeah, worked at yeah. that fire, you know. But I could tell that the spirit had left him. So 95% of me was mad, but 5% of me was happy. Right. Because that motherfucker grounded me to go see Michael Jordan play for the fucking uh, the Barons. The the fucking Alabama, it was like a, a farm league team for the White Sox. What he's playing baseball? Yeah, and I and my and my fucking his his like girlfriend Nora, she bought me tickets to see Michael Jordan wearing the forty five, and this motherfucker grounded me, to this day. And when I, I'm gonna have to go to his funeral if and when it happens, which I'm That's sure, unfortunately, ninety five percent of me is gonna be really fucking really really tore up about it, but five percent of me like you. Yeah, that's what you get for grounding, you, motherfucker. You don't want me to go see Michael Jordan play baseball? Oh, yeah? Well, fucking enjoy this. Fucking sleep! Sleep ass motherfucker. I love him. He's fucking... <laughs> he was a piece of shit. He beat the shit out of my mom. She was, like, deaf and shit. He thought he was retarded. She probably had a fucking really shitty, like... That's how it all started. He was just, like... He was, like, from the, the 50s and shit. Like, motherfucker! Like, you know, just fucking beating the shit out of my mom and stuff. And my mom, like, had hard hearing and they didn't know... They Isn't just that thought so she horrible, was like, man? they're like, she's never listens. She can't. It's like, Listen. you know, like, you know how many fucking poor housewives got the shit beat out of them because they didn't have like dinner ready, and yeah. the cops were like, you, 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 if you were a wife back then, you weren't calling the cops. You'd be scared shitless yeah. to like pull that. That's like once you did that, there was no turning back. That's like when everybody gets so nostalgic of like the fifties, and they're like, it was such a better time. And I'm like, black people were getting hosed just for fucking trying to yep. vote. Housewives are getting the shit beat out of them. The mafia was fucking running cities like New York. Yep. Fucking gay kids were getting sent to fucking like beating the shit out of them for being nope. queer. What do we do though? All we do is think about Back to the Future and the fucking enchanted de- dance yep. under the sea. Because we do it. We do it too, man. We think about like our nineties childhood, and I'm like, and then I find out things like in the 90s kidnappings were like the highest ever and I'm like you know I'm like eh, the 90s was great you could just walk around all free and uh, like, Michael Walsh uh, oh Adam Walsh and his Adam Michael, Walsh yeah, he got his head his, cut his off son at, from the fucking Florida Mall he used to go there and is they, that where it was? I believe so and they found his head his, his son's head on the turnpike somewhere and I was always fucking up and down that motherfucker he, oh, bro here's the thing and I, and I wanted to talk about this and I definitely want to talk with you about it um you remember the trauma, and I know this sounds fucking like I'm being a little pussy, but the trauma of eating breakfast, and there in front of you in a milk carton is this picture of a kid yeah. who's missing yes. or dead. And I remember eating my breakfast sometimes, looking at me like, holy shit. And growing up, when we grew up, I feel like we all expected at some point we were going to get kidnapped or there was going to be an attempt. So I saw this illustration, <laughs> and it was... Uh, a radar uh, like of little like dots all yeah. over the United States. I don't know what this was. I don't even remember what fucking yeah. page I saw this on Instagram. But it was a it was a diagram showing where kids were kidnapped at. Oh, the, oh shit! Like the most and stuff. Yeah, it was like it was like a radar of like okay, this is a yeah. concentrated area, and then below it was a map of where there are tunnels and caves known. I was like, oh, my God, all those kids I saw on the Walmart bulletin board, they're underground playing Ninja Turtle Layer shit. Like, yeah, they're just having they're a blast, all, baby. They're all alive still. Like Mining if, jewels. You yeah, know? <laughs> if, if you lost a child in the fucking 1980s or the 90s or early 2000s, they are in the Ozarks fucking digging a hole Imagine you, right now you go down there and you're playing like, with skateboards. Is, is that with, you, Jeremy? And he's got like a lantern. Jeremy, <laughs> I haven't heard that name in ages. They call me Scratches. 
because I'm infested with scabies and scratch myself. Here's the thing, man. Me and you, we would have put up a fight. I always thought I would. And eventually we would have said, all right, enough's enough. I'm getting the fuck out of here. They would have kicked me out. Eventually they'd have been like, kid, get the fuck out of here. You're asking too many fucking questions, kid. You eat too much. You're annoying. Fucking hot dogs every day. Get the fuck out of here. Your parents don't even love you. We couldn't get shit for you. You're fucking yeah. garbage. I used to joke around in my comedy and say, in the 80s, if you got kidnapped, it was your fault. And if you came home, your parents were going to be pissed. They'd just be like, so you got in that van to get a puppy. And who was going to raise this puppy? That's you it. Know? Six weeks of groundation. Yeah. No well, TV. Walk it off, kid. You got it first fucking diddled by a grown-up. You shouldn't have been so goddamn curious. Yeah, you fucking cute-ass yeah. little motherfucker. Now, go to church and talk to this priest. He'll help you. So... You know, uh, do you think did, I, I almost got kidnapped? Straight up, true story. Uh, straight up, true story. I don't. When I say almost got I'm kidnapped, I'm jealous immediately thinking about if I ever got kidnapped. Yeah, and I'm, was, now I'm like, fuck. It, it was pretty fucking dope. No, uh, it wasn't that dope. Uh, it wasn't even a big, big ordeal. I was in. We were. I think we were in Virginia, North Carolina. We were going up to New York. We were in a rest area. I was supposed to stay with the other kids, but I was that kid that was always like, fuck all these. If, if you didn't want to do the thing I wanted to do, I was like, fuck all of you guys. I'm going to go there. So I'm walking in like this. When I say rest area, do you remember those rest areas? You were flaunting it, Miguel. You were I, like, oh, constantly, hey, look at me. I'm so alone and I vulnerable. Was, I was licking a lollipop doing toe touches. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> does someone have a puppy I can yeah. pet? Oh, my God. I just get so sleepy when I get in vans. But anyway... What's I was nine one one. I was walking in this rest area. It was a bigger rest area, the kind that have like, uh, like little museum of the area. You know those like the ones that yeah. are like attraction. And as I was walking through, and I think I was like six or seven years old. And as I was walking through, an adult grabbed my arm, and they started walking me out the place with them. And I immediately, and I'm so proud of this one. I immediately just started like flailing around, and then. When There's I, not a puppy in your pocket. Unhand me, mister. When I tell this story, I always believe this part happened, and there is no verification that any of this part happened. But I always thought I, like, pushed a postcard stand on the person and took off running. And it has been pretty much verified by everybody who is there that all that happened was I came running back crying that <laughs> somebody tried to kidnap me. But in my head, I had this, like, wild fight with them. The brain, man. The human yeah. brain is something that we still can't explain. It plays. But they tried to get me, man. They literally I... grabbed my arm and were walking me out. And I don't remember much about the person or anything. I'm jealous right now. I'm like, yeah, so I, I basically I, I beat a kidnapper as a kid because my shit's tight like that. But uh, And then when I started getting older, I always carried a knife on me because I was like, if I ever get kidnapped again, I'm going at it. And I used You're to having like kidnap fucking. Uh, oh, then I was just seminars in your treehouse. All right, listen, kids, I got kidnapped before. Yeah, that's what you need to do. Couple three things I'm gonna teach you about. You get kidnapped. Rule number one: it is going to happen. Rule number two: you will not know when it happens. Rule number three: if you are not a badass like me, it's done. Your butt's getting touched. Uh, let's touch on the the Wayfair thing. Do you think there's like an actual like? A popular, because I don't know the actual hardcore numbers. I don't know. Yeah. Do you think there is a, a fucking tremendous epidemic with, like, is there multiple people kidnapping children and women? And, and, and are they doing, like, selling them off to other someone else? And, I don't and doing know. God knows I know, what? I know for a fact there's sex trafficking, and, and that includes minors. There's no bullshit, and, and it's probably a fucking billion-dollar industry because anything illegal is a billion-dollar industry. And uh, I, I definitely know that there's got to be high-end sex trafficking. There's got to be people with a lot of money 
buying children for stuff. I mean, the Epstein shit and stuff like that. I did that. see an undercover video that were like, it was like a, a surveillance video of, I want to say it was like Key West. I've seen it online, and it's like a guy who was a former CIA uh, agent, and he has like a real popular Instagram, and I followed it for a little while. And he, he was a, a huge advocate for like human trafficking, and he showed this video, and you hear about this stuff, but then when you like really see it, what'd you see? Like what? It's what like did, whoa! Like what did it have? It was just like some random like uh, little outdoor like patio like little fucking tiki bar, broad daylight like three four in the afternoon, and. You see, like, this mother and the this, like, child at this, like, little, like, outdoor furniture. Yeah. It, it wasn't a hidden camera. It was, it was a surveillance, surveillance camera. camera. Okay. Surveillance camera. And they had, like, you know, like, when you go to Tijuana Flats, they have that little, like, kind of, like, beer garden. It's, like, the little, yeah, just row, little rail. Like oh, outdoor, okay, yeah. outdoor, like, little covered area. Yeah, so you can just sit with your drink and kind of yeah. hang out. and it has a little banister goes around it, a little gate. Well, broad as fucking day. You see this dude hop over this like little fucking three foot gate, grab this child from the fucking back, and drag this tried attempt to drag this motherfucker off. And it's like, what did he those, use my quick quick break technique postcard stand? Bro, no, it was weird. It was almost <laughs> like ass kid. It was almost like he was coming there to help him, and you're like, wait a minute, he's not helping him. Yeah. He's trying to steal the goddamn kid. What the fuck are you doing, mother? And it's like, whoa, like, and we hear about these things, but. I feel like it's not talked about enough. Yeah. Like pedophilia shit, kid, human trap, all that shit's crazy as fuck. My, and I, I, I know that there is so many like rumors and like yeah. conspiracies about shit and stuff. I don't know what's true, but I know I've seen a lot of goddamn fucking uh, have you seen me fucking cards on that fucking Walmart bulletin every time I'd leave there back in the day. There's a lot, like there's a lot of missing kids that. Uh, you know, you see that age progression, but you wonder, is that even how they look? You know, because you know oh, what they yeah. never do? They never age progress you fat. Like, yeah. you're because if they were to take a picture of me when I was a kid, age progress me now, I'd look like a goddamn stud. They never think that, you know, this kidnapper is going to be like, you want some more cookies? Fuck it. We hide you. They'll paint him a you fucking know? mustache. It's 20 how years, do, you know, you fucking. They, how do you think they, they, like, enroll him in school sometimes, man? How does that happen? Because I've heard about that. Once again, I don't got the stats to tell you if that happened enough times that it's real or that, that it, it's, it's a really big threat. But you'll hear about, like. A kid, yeah, and, and this is exact. I'm gonna give a scenario that that sounds just like one of these bullshit like headlines. So I don't know if I'm talking out my ass, but you'll hear about a scenario like a kid went to a hospital because of something, and that's where they found out. You know, this isn't Donovan. You know, this is I saw something Joey. on TV where there was like this, uh, this like uh, women's clinic, this like abortion doctor dude or something, sexy. And it was like I don't know. I, I'm totally botching this whole story, but it was a. Uh, a place that came out recently to be like, whoa, that this 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 doctor. Oh, the one that was selling like yeah, he was like selling kids for like a thousand bucks to uh, people who wanted kids, and then it was hundreds of people coming from this one like abortion clinic, and he would convince them to keep it, and then say that the baby died, and then just like came in like so are so like pro life people like cool with him? I don't know. And they're like, you're doing the Lord's work by <laughs> selling these babies. <laughs> And a thousand dollars, I mean, I don't know. Shit. I mean, I, I know puppies that go for a thousand bucks. So a human, Flipping that's that's babies? a really good deal. I get you a baby for seven fifty of his cash. I just like remember the uh, the guys like 
I knew something was wrong when I seen white girl running to the arms of a black man. Yeah, like, oh yeah. Dead giveaway. The, all yeah. the songs and the remixes and that that guy. Yeah, uh, who, I, the, the guy in Ohio. I think it was outside yeah. of Cleveland. Yeah, and I'm just like, and I've seen horror movies where like someone gets like I've seen Misery where you know Stephen yeah. King was like the motherfucker's trapped I, and tied I, to the bed and he can't get away. Dude, but how many? I times? still find it hard to concept like. You're gonna how are you gonna get kidnapped and, and you're living in some motherfucker's like garage or basement and and you hear stories of like yo but there's like crazy stories yeah. like where a guy had a wife and children he's going in his backyard every day to feed this fucking yeah. woman he kidnapped ten years ago and they've had kids and somehow like he they she births them and shit and then they makes up. Like, it just sounds like so much goddamn work. Yeah, man. I, if I was trying to get some pussy, like Boy, I don't know if I'm going to kidnap least. some fucking kidnap bitch for fucking 20 years. Kidnap is the least way you want to get pussy. Ugh. I mean, just fucking get, get fuck an out escort of agency. They leave. Yeah. You know, you don't have to clean their shit up from wise the box in the back not, of your house. Yeah, wise man said you're not paying for sex. You're paying to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, man. So, I mean. So, listen, guys. If you're planning on kidnapping a person, just get a prostitute. But like the and guy, not a kidnapped prostitute, because we all hope to God. Here's another thing: like you hear those things about prostitutes, and they're like, you know how many of them are sex trafficking? Everybody's praying that they got like the Vivian from Pretty Woman. She's just working on her own. Nobody hurts her. When not I, on drugs. When it's I was Julie young, Roberts. when I was young and ignorant, I had like a, I was trying to understand what that meant. Like, what do you mean, like, like what? What does that mean? Like they're. They're they're like underground slaves and they're blowing yeah. people at truck stops and they got them chained up and then like what happens a guy comes in a truck and he's got like Jabba Hutt's there like Leah's like got a fucking yeah. dog collar Pop, these motherfuckers are running away like I don't get it like and then and you hear the the term the Stockhold syndrome yeah. like when you become like uh in in love with your fucking captor yeah. or whatever the fuck I'm, I'm totally botching that probably too but uh shit's kind of crazy because eventually I'm just like um. You're just being lazy, guy. You've been in captive for four years in this guy's basement. Why don't you get up your ass and fucking be a little more, uh, a little more creative? Why don't you go through the fucking like do some diehard shit? Go through the fucking air ducts. Why don't you dig your way like Come Alcatraz? Come out to the West Coast, she said. We'll have some drinks. It'll be fun. I know. I think some of people just get lazy. I'm like, like, listen, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't living, making me live in no goddamn basement for 20 years because I would be like, all right, I'm gonna bite the bullet for like. Six months. I'm gonna let them think that I love them, and I'm cool with being here. Hey, can I borrow the keys to go get pick up some groceries? <laughs> See you later, motherfucker. Hey, dude, man. I know I've been down in the basement for a minute, but I don't know if you hear it. But there's leaks all in this roof. You think we can go to Home Depot get some tar and fix that this weekend? Hey, listen, don't worry about it. I'll do everything myself. Just fucking give me the credit card, you know, whatever. You know, you hear about stories where like. People What's like when order. somebody has their hand in their pocket and they're like, give me your money, I got a gun. I'm like, man, goddamn, I, I hate to do this, homie. I got to see it. <laughs> you know? Show me the gun. Show me. The, oh, yo, shit. Oh, shit, motherfucker. All right, cool, cool, cool. I thought you were fronting, but you real. Here you go, I, I saw on the news uh, a couple weeks ago or something, someone ordered a pizza, and then on the description of the pizza, like, please help me, uh, call 911. And the fucking police showed up with a fucking uh, two large pepperonis and some <laughs> rescue <laughs> Rescue party. Like, what do you even say? Like, oh, my God, thank God you're here. I've been sucking this dude's dick forcefully for two years. And, by the way, I haven't been able to update my Facebook status. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell my husband not to move on and yeah. get a new life? I'm still alive. Like, yeah. how, how long? Like, let's say you're married. I've been locked up and you for 10 years. Well, if you're married, yeah. okay, and you have this beautiful wife and you're in love with her, I mean, you, you know, you know, you know, you know yeah. nothing, nothing bad. Yeah, just a good marriage. One day she comes, uh, she goes to work. 
You're like, okay, you know, she comes home at 10 o'clock at night, and you never see her. And, of course, you're a suspect. You yeah, know, they're like, whoa, yeah. on this text message on the February 3rd, you called her, yeah. bitch, I fucking hate you. Yeah. Get that cat and get the fuck out of my house. And then you're like, so getting, nobody can verify that you were home asleep last night. No motherfucker, who can verify you were home asleep last night? Yeah. So usually my wife does, long, but she's missing. How long do you wait until like? And, and I don't want you to yeah. answer this. Think. I want you to ponder this. Okay. You're married. Everything's good. How long have you been married? You only fought with her like once a month, and it was like yeah, a regular fight. Minute. It's like a fuck you. Keep this goddamn AC. What do we live in a fucking igloo? Yeah. And then how long do you wait until like? That bitch is dead. I how ain't seen how her long no are you married? How long were you married for? You like the three to five year age, right? Like a five, regular. You're, five years. Five years. Five married. years marriage, no kids. I don't know if that plays a factor in it, but I just wanted that information. Has you to know. Be. Yep. Um, five years. She's. You love her. You guys have a regular good marriage. She's missing. I, honest to God, think at least a year. I'm looking for for at least a year. You know, before I'm just like, well, that was a lot of work. You know, there are so many like. Stories. What do you think? What do you think for you, maybe? <sighs> Fuck, man, like. At least a year, right? Eventually, well, I I hope this person doesn't listen to this, but uh, there, was a, <laughs> there was a girl I matched with on Tinder <laughs> the other day, hot blonde chick. Because me and my girlfriend, we fuck chicks together. Um, Very progressive. In case any of you hot ladies are listening, they're lonely or into fat dudes with small penises. I know somebody. Anyways, um... I'm looking at her bio. I'm like, God damn, this motherfucker got four kids. This bitch be fucking fucking. Holy shit. But damn, she's pretty pretty nice. And she's older. She's like, you know, been a dentist for 17 years. Ooh. Jesus, almost fucking. <laughs> what the fuck? And then I start reading and then I start looking at the Instagram and I see like her kids at this grave. I'm like, fuck, what the fuck? And like, oh, their grandpa died or something. Papa? No, Papa? that's their fucking father. And, uh,. She messages me first, by the way, Miguel. She reached out to me, and I was like, oh, hey, what's up? And I'm I'm doing some creeping because, you know, when yeah, a yeah, girl's attractive, you're like, all right, let me creep a little further into this there creep. Isn't, there isn't a person that reaches out to me for any reason on social media that I don't do a creep. It yeah. could be a dude like, hey, man, I got this burger restaurant. You want to check it out? All the way we can all do a creep. I'm in his vacations and shit, you know? Yeah, we can do a creep within, like, one-minute creep. We yeah. can give you an analyzation of what we think yeah. this person is. This dude's sweater lets me know I ain't fucking with him. Yeah, so I'm just looking, and I'm like, damn, she's a widow. Her husband died. Hot. And I'm just like... Man, how long has it been? She's like a year. I was like, "Whoa!" Like, and you're on Tinder, and <laughs> and you're you're possibly thinking about coming. I think she's coming to the New Year's Eve party, and I'll definitely point her out secretly. I'll give you like a, "Hey, this is my dentist friend," this and you'll know that's a code word dead to widow who is lonely. Like a crush, he's getting excited. He's like, "Fuck, I better fucking." Get to the barber before tomorrow night. I'm going to skateboard into that pussy. Woo! Heard your husband died. Pretty Skate lame. or die, bitch. Can I show you the bus? <laughs> Skate or die. <laughs> Anyways, oh, God, I hope she doesn't listen to this shit. <laughs> Steven, I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you uh, release this episode, you know, a week late if you want to. <laughs> show him a rerun or something. That'll just be the video. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Anyways, um, so she's been her husband's been dead for a year, and she's on Tinder. How long has she been on Tinder? I don't know. That's that's a whole other question. Because could you imagine? Uh, like, okay, this is perfect. Yeah, this is perfect example. The Ghost, the movie, The Ghost. Yeah, Patrick Swayze, yeah. Demi Moore. Like this bitch was 
contemplate maybe moving on and and try to holler at slick rick motherfucker trying to steal all the money from Whoopi goldberg and the fucking the check the the nuns got and shit and uh or was that sister's act i'm getting all my Whoopi goldberg i'm getting all my Whoopi goldberg movies mixed up anyways that bitch to me more was like contemplating had this stranger in her goddamn house after patrick swayze and her fucking made some goddamn pottery on a fucking wheel I tell you this much. I think, bitch. I think it's easy right after somebody died to 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 fuck and then them be like, that was wrong. But, you know, like emotionally they might be like all weak. To go for a relationship, it probably takes a long time. But there's definitely like some, my man died three months ago. I'm horny and sad. and Not even probably horny, lonely. I'm lonely yeah, and lonely. Because a lot of times, man... Uh, Loneliness leads to whatever kind of action the other person wants. You're like, I'm lonely. You want cut off? Cut off, motherfucker. I'm vulnerable. So That's they could yeah. be like, Come here, let me hold you. And yeah, you're yeah like, let me get that right. pussy. And you're like, Oh, that kind of feels yeah. good, you know? And, you know. And it's weird because, like, man, could you imagine? It's like the the movie Castaway. Tom Hanks gets stuck on a fucking island. What was what was Whoopi Goldberg volleyball. doing in that one? <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg was the <laughs> was the fucking coast guard. Uh. Hey Wilson, get on get this shit, ship. man! Hey, man, take you back to the what Caribbean. What the Jamaican now? Yeah, hey, man. What the hey, Tom Hanks. Jamaican? Speaking of Tom Hanks, Joy Patone was telling me some cool stories, and he had told me how he was like uh, Goldie Hawn and Hot. Kurt Russell. I always had a thing for Goldie Hawn yeah. and Kate Hudson, her daughter. They uh, they invited him and and sync. Like to their house to like eat, and I guess they were like somewhere in Greece or something. And he was doing that that movie, My Big Fat Greek, Greek Wedding, wedding yeah. or something. I don't, I, you know, it's like the like the the teacher from the Peanuts. Some people telling a story, and like all I heard was Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell. Okay, keep going. And then instantly you're like Bird on a Wire. Then uh, I guess New York. Tom Hanks and his wife came to this concert to see NSYNC perform. And Joey and, and Goldie Hawn, and I'm like, oh, my God, thanks for coming over. Hope you enjoy dinner. And they're like, what? Y'all went to the the, the, the Hawn, Hawn residence? Uh, the Russell residence? Russell residence to have dinner? Well, you must come to our place to have dinner. I was like, hold on. You're trying to tell me Tom Hanks? And I stopped him. Yeah. And I was like, Joey, Tom Hanks invited you to his fucking house to have fucking dinner? He's like, yeah, like twice. I was like, what? He's like, do you go to Tom Hanks' house? He's like, welcome. Like, these are the three hooches from Turner and Hooch. I kept all of them. Oh, my God. I was like, whoa. Is Tom Hanks up there with your actors, like favorite actors? Yeah, I mean, just because he's, he's, he's iconic, man. Cause yeah. I, and I think, I, I definitely think. There's all those t- rumors about him being a pedophile and shit. I'm like, man, this is one of those. In, the, in my pedophile draft, I'm like, I hope it's not that. Tom I'm, Hanks, not real. I'm going to tell you this. I know that there's, like, pedophile rumors of Tom Hanks that have come up. I go. I put those on like the unfounded shit, but there's yeah. a lot of rumors. The of Mike Busey, uh, fucking. Uh, They're just on the fucking. Memes. Yeah, I heard of a meme one time said Tommy. <laughs> there's been some shit that about Tom Hanks, and I'm just praying yeah. to the Hanks family but that I've shit heard, ain't real. But I've heard a lot of nice things about Tom Hanks. Nothing but like nice. great things, and that's what like Keanu Reeves. Like Keanu Reeves, another dude that I'm like this Nothing dude. Nothing but good. Like if you if you saw Keanu Reeves fucking your mom, you'd be like, 
you scamp. You know, you hey, you take her somewhere nice, if buddy. If I saw Keanu Reeves fucking my mom, I'd come up behind him and help push his, <laughs> his, his pelvis into my mom's if, crotch. If I saw Keanu Reeves fucking my mom, I would come into the room with refreshments and be like, you guys are going to need a little refreshment for that round two that's coming up. Mom, did you take the blue pill or the red pill? <laughs> Mom, do you know how lucky you are to have Keanu Reeves fucking you right now? I want you to. Do you know he takes the subway and he's very humble. He's <laughs> donated millions and millions of dollars to fucking charity. I want you to treat that pussy like the phone booth and Bill and Ted's and stuff it. You know? Hey, <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> Tom Hanks, if Tom Hanks was fucking my mom, I'd be like, I hurry up, man. You're pretty cool. You know. <laughs> That's why it was disappointing when like celebrities uh, have kids and they're like, oh, fuck. yeah. And I, he had like a son. He has a shitty son, and then it's he's like got Colin Hanks, who's like a like a generic Tom Hanks, and then he's got shitty rapper son. Yeah. And and you know you got like Gene Simmons like son that's like yeah. not rock star at all. And you're like, yeah. oh my god, this douche. So many people is like, damn, bro, you Jack Osborne. You're like, you're take Ozzy's the torch son? and run with it, bro. Exactly. That's a perfect example. Yeah, like, our Ozzy's son looks like he's fucking. You know, some are like, hey, fucking Jack, you fucking piece of shit. You're <laughs> Ozzy and Bassman, you're a fucking shit in your pants, <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. He probably look. He probably forgets there's kids. He's like, what are you fucking nerds in my house. Sharon! How legendary <laughs> that show was on MTV. Like, oh that God. was, like, one of the first, like, whoa, like, we're, gonna, we're about to do this. This was a reality, reality show. Okay. There was one point where Kelly Osbourne had lost a lot of weight and stuff, where she came out, and I was like, Kelly Osbourne, get it. And it was, like, an hour it lasted. And then so, the sun shifted, and she went back and crawled into the ocean, ugh. or wherever she's from. Ursula. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, uh, like, girls would totally fuck. Uh, a less than desirable dude, yes. maybe myself. I'm about to say, thank like God. Our, myself. Yeah, thank God for that. Because man. they're just like, well, he does no post alone, I guess. <laughs> I guess I'll suck his deck. And and then there's like me and you. We wouldn't pass up Kelly Osborne, even if she was looking horrible. Because like, yeah. oh, it's a story. It's a story. Like, oh I'm going to fuck Kelly Osborne because I'm going to be like, I fucked the Prince of Darkness' daughter. We, we, uh, we, me and my buddies used to have a saying for novelty. And it's basically like the same way in the Lord of the Rings where like Aragorn looks at everybody. He's like, for Frodo and runs into the crowd of like monsters. Let me tell we, you something. We would look at a girl that was something weird about her or wrong with her or something. Like she didn't have feet or something. And you just look at the crew and go, for novelty and run into it. <laughs> I'll tell you. And, and I don't know how to even tell you this because I don't want to come off this come up the wrong way. But uh, and I'm. I'm being dead ass serious about this, and 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 y'all listening are gonna be like, "You motherfucker, fuck you, Mike, fuck you, fuck you." I recently have been like, I've had sex with a lot of fucking hot chicks. Yeah. And the last couple of months, like, I'm like, hmm, kind of like haven't seen a, a a more of a like a bigger girl, and and I'm yeah. just like, you know. She's got a pretty face. She's a little thick, but damn, those titties are nice. And sometimes that, Steven, like, can you give variety, Mike your Tinder? Yeah, that the variety is like, you know, like, you know, like sometimes it's like, you know, let me try something yeah. different. And 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 I love like the same thing like when I'm fucking a, like a black chick. I love seeing my little white dick just disappear <laughs> into the, the to the purple abyss. <laughs> I love it. I'm just like, wow, look at it. We're just. I feel like I'm healing the world one stroke at a time. Technically, it's Dr. King's dream. 
Yeah, and sometimes, you know, it's just like, no, I really enjoy fucking three or four hot, blonde, fucking blue-eyed, fucking sexy. Like Aryan fucking... No. Look at that. You lost yourself for just a minute. Just drifted off no, into I was, fucking. I was. I was thinking about like Norwegian. Fucking, <laughs> fucking, oh, Micah, your little penis is so good. Thinking about those hot ass volleyball, Swedish volleyball team. Chicks with those hot little fucking tight. No one gives a fuck about volleyball. Mm-mm. Anyone who's watching that shit more than well, like 10 minutes needs to be reported. Male volleyball is never even on TV. Yeah. <laughs> it's never like. Well, oh, my. Miguel, it was this day that I realized this truth. <laughs> yeah, male volleyball. Nobody's ever turned the TV on. the fucking male volleyball to our TVs. Yeah. We demand it. The only time guys are in volleyball on TV is when it's co-ed volleyball because there's girls playing volleyball. Son of a bitch. I've never watched. I've watched sports my entire life. I am 38, nine years old. I have never seen a four or two on two guys volleyball tournament on ESPN. I just imagine Mario Lopez being on that USA team. It's yeah. Little sexy little curls and cute ass tan. I'm instantly seeing the Saved by the Bell episode when they played volleyball on the beach and it was Mario Lopez, but he, he had like Kelly on his team. They're wearing like the silkies, like the Oh yeah, yeah, the skivvies, like the little fucking special forces panties and yeah. shit. Hell yeah. Yeah. A range of panties. Yeah. That's, that's how I vision my Mario Lopez. Wear a pair of Ranger panties on, oiled up, about to save the fucking uh, youth center in a volleyball tournament with Kelly Kapowski. This is the the very last day of 2020. What do you have any goals or do you have any like hopes? Considering I have hopes. everything that's happened this I year, I have hopes. What do you have? I truly hope that we can find a way to get back to functioning as a world. And get back to, I say get back because it's not like, I, I'm not a person who thinks that like this thing isn't real. I just don't know if, if I don't know if this vaccine's going to work. I want it to work. I just really do. I, I have a goal that's unrealistic. I want to wake up in like a month from now and it's like, it's fixed everybody. Get back to work. Have fun. Because I've survived right now financially. We've survived, but we have watched our industry. We've watched our friends. We've we've lost money ourselves, of course, but we've watched our friends who were on top of the world getting nervous. You know, artists that we thought were going to be touring all summer and banking getting nervous. We've seen fucking cameos. Imagine you bought some multi-million dollar home, and then like six months later, you're you're fucking slinging cameos. Yeah. Dressed up as like a fucking pirate in your kitchen, trying to fucking pay your fucking phone bill. And it's like it's, it's like happening you're, you're, all you're, around the world. You, you were a fucking rock star that sold out arenas, and now you're next to Kel from Keenan and Kel in cameos. And somebody's like, "Oh, do I want to spend the sixty on this guy, or do well, I want I'll tell Kel to tell me good burger jokes?" I know this is not like the best like outlook on it, but in the beginning, I was like, "Yeah, everyone needs to just be humbled," and and I was like, "Yeah, let them strippers." Struggle a little bit, cause I didn't ever got to go dance around naked, cool ass music. Yeah, wear fucking cool costumes and make thousands of dollars every night. I have listened to several strippers in my life say, huh, "Only made like two hundred fifty bucks a night." I'm like, "What?" I just heard a couple a couple strippers what? tell me that they came out somewhere and they were like, "We only made five hundred a piece, and we were trying to make nine. It's like, "Oh, wow, okay. you got ambition. Too bad yeah. you didn't do the rest of the part of your life." Yeah, you know, like, geez. Can, I, I still, no matter what my current economic situation is, I still respect, like, if you're making 100 bucks a day, I'm just like, man, it's not an idea, and it's not the end-all goal, but at least you're, you got something. And 
when I hear certain people sound so ungrateful, I'm just like, what the fuck, you motherfucker? They're like, there's things I could talk about right now that I won't say, like names or whatever, but we've had people come here and try to take advantage of me in this house. And we've had a guy that was doing some work out here, and he bragged, like, I'm going to make $100,000 off Mac. And I found out, like, like two weeks later, I'm like, you said what? Like, nah, dog, this is, that's it, you're gone. Yeah. And they're like, well, you owe me five grand because I left my fucking dump truck over here. I'm like, what? I didn't, what, what are you fucking talking about? Like, yeah, I think I should do a me player. And uh, I've never, I don't know. I just, there's so much I could talk about what I've learned, and I know I've done an absolutely horrible job of putting this into words because I'm just overwhelmed with uh, the the reality of, like, man, well, could I ask you this then? What do you hope for? Not, I, not I, even, what do you hope for this year? For 2021? I would be ignorant if I said, hey, whenever we will go back to normal. Because right. in all reality, I don't think any of this shit just happened overnight. It was uh, a progression of things that were going to happen because of certain people, organizations, or governments, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, was pushing towards this. And there was a resistance from this side, and it was like, and and eventually one side wins. Like, we're living uh, in a country right now that literally is split and torn in, in half. Like, 50% of the country wants this and 50% of the country wants that. And, and uh, it's, a, it's a crazy thing. I, I solely 100% believe that, unfortunately, I think this, I think coronavirus, COVID, whatever, I think it was politicized and it was used to, to favor the agenda or, or the or the desire of certain political parties and uh i think you can't uh when you have science and reality and then you have like political agendas they're never going to see eye to eye so they're all going to use it in their defense of whatever and then at the end of the day at the end of 2020 which this is the end of 2020 I've learned a whole bunch of shit, and the main thing I've learned is that I don't know shit. I, I don't even know what the fuck's going on because if I was to wholeheartedly bet my life and soul on, nope, this is what happened, I don't even fucking know. I know I, I definitely feel some fucking lot of bamboozling was done, and I'm, I am afraid of certain things that the future could hold. I, I, I feel that it is uh, scary knowing that Social media is dominated. It's monopolized. And so is media news. So then uh, I feel that some people have woken up a little bit to where they're like, okay, so don't believe everything I see in the news. Okay, got it. I feel like some people are coming around. And we've seen people in the big, I mean, shit, one thing I did, I washed my fucking hands more this year than I ever had my whole fucking life in one year. <laughs> I legitimately was kind of freaked out. Because I, I, I went like 122 days without leaving the property. Not because I was scared of corona. I just like being in my fucking house. And I was like, I done traveled. We went to Columbia. This whole this whole year was like sex with me. Just a huge disappointment. You know? I was like, yo, we're, we went to Vegas, New York, Miami twice. We went to Columbia. We come back from Columbia. Shut the fuck down. Yeah, we were, gonna, we were heading to New York the week that week. What made it real is when I was like, oh, shit, curfew. Disney closed? When I watched them and they said that, like, they had uh, New Rochelle in New York and they were, like, closing it down. And I was like, what do you mean closing 
a fucking part of New York down, you know, like, like, cause I was the guy, I was the guy telling everybody like, chill out. That's not going to happen. People were like, no, they're going to put a national quarantine. I was like, yeah, oh my I was, fucking God. I was like, I lived through SARS. I was on the way to Columbia flu. with you yeah. and I was yeah. picking up rubber gloves in the airport yeah. and then going Corona, 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 like smacking my friends in the face, like joking around. <laughs> and I feel time. when I got back, I got sick as fuck for four days. And on the fifth day I rose and I felt fucking 10 years younger and I, I'm not a fucking medical scientist, but I think maybe I caught it, and maybe I have the antibodies. I don't know. Maybe you want to drink my blood after this is all done, because I was <laughs> very I- responsible in one aspect on not like going out and doing shit. But I had a whole lot of people in my fucking house. So, okay, I'm not a medical scientist, but I'm also gonna like just understand what I just went through with my body. I was around a lot of motherfucking people still, and. I didn't die, and I'm fucking not in the best shape. And I don't know. I'm sure it affects people differently. And this, I'm not saying it, it doesn't exist because I, I definitely believe it does. But I feel like media, news, the the election, all this, and then whatever agenda who we're trying to push. I feel like it was all muddied. And at the end, it might we might never ever know. We still don't know who killed JFK. We still don't know the truth about everything about 9/11. And there's all kinds of things I think we just may never find out. And I feel like this is another one of them. I haven't heard about no goddamn bat since they talked about, oh, they were eating <laughs> bats. That was like week one of Corona. Oh, there's a fucking bat-eating machine running around and spitting Corona into the air. And, and then now I see Wuhan, China fucking having uh, the electric daisy carnival fucking raves, fucking fist-pumping with glow sticks fucking – Vicks vapor rubbing their chests and they're fucking dressed up like Pikachu having orgies and shit. And then I'm watching governors uh, say, don't do this, don't do that. And they're doing exactly what they said not to do. So the hypocrisy has been brought to a whole new light. And then everyone's like tattletaling on each other. Republicans are pissed off Democrats. Democrats are like, fuck you, fuck Trump, fuck this, that, but all this shit. And then I don't know what the fuck I learned, Miguel, because if I'm 100% honest with me and our audience, which I always try to be, the more the more I learn, the more I fucking don't even know what the fuck is. And I can get caught up in my emotion and I can say, because I do have strong convictions of what I feel is real and whatever, da-da-da. But um, I just don't, I find it hard to believe all this is coincidental. I think the one thing that none of us have figured out is the fucking toilet paper thing, though. Yeah. Like, 2020, the biggest mystery Amen. is going to be, why the fuck did everybody have to buy toilet paper? Because, I mean, it, it, it fucked me up because I was like, is this a part of the misinformation agenda of the fucking New World Order? Am I supposed to think I have corona if my nose feels runny and I need to get toilet paper? I was at the beginning, I legitimately thought like a symptom of corona was like, yo, you're going to have the sniffles and blow the shit out of your nose because everyone's buying all the toilet paper. I, thought, luckily, I thought people were going to have the shits. I was thinking that. That's which what I was, was totally down with because I'm a fucking big fan of shitting. Me and Roddy Rob have been sending videos to each other of us shitting, like, with the phone down into our gooch and, and shitting. And, and me and Misha and Roddy Rob have been sending videos to each other the last two weeks of us shitting. Yeah. yeah it's bad. It Which is. Which I've been, thank God, thank God I fucking, I, I cashed out at the right time on my, on my fucking toilet paper stocks because your boy, he elevated to a higher level of consciousness and stopped using toilet paper about four years ago. And I've been using a fucking plastic Walmart fucking coat hanger. And sit on the bidet, which I did sit on the bidet for a year and a half. Incorrect. 
I was facing on the toilet, on the toilet like you normally sit outwards with the bowl yeah. to the back of you until I accidentally walked in on this French girl. She's like, what are you doing? Oh, so, 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 so sorry. So, so, sorry. And she's, I'm like, hey, why are you sitting on the thing backwards? She's like, oh, you're so stupid, Megan. You don't you sit on it backwards. I sit on it correct. I Google, I'm like, oh, sit on a bidet. I'm like, oh, my God. I see this little <laughs> illustration. I'm like, I've been sitting on a bidet the whole long. I was like, no wonder my fucking bottle hasn't been clean. <laughs> but I still kept the coat hanger. I've been fucking chiseling away the shit. And uh, my butthole's been clean as fuck. And I think it's barbaric. And now that we're talking about this, Miguel, yes. I think it's very uh, barbaric of us to wipe our ass with toilet paper. You're literally smearing fecal in a crevice yeah. that was trying to escape it. And now you're just, unless you just do the grab and pinch and pull back, that ain't going to happen. The catcher's mitt? Yeah, that's that's yeah. just not that's just that's on a good day that happens. Do you ever did you be, did you ever like get the finger wrapped up? Yeah, get the finger wrapped up and get in there in the little detail. Miguel, you yeah. fetched a fucking a, a, a twig, stick for a you. stick for me one time at a miniature putt putt course, and I said, I need it bigger than that. <laughs> yeah, I had and no you didn't know what it was, and I was I looked like I was having a a, a s'more. I got <laughs> stabbed a fucking a marshmallow at the end of a stick, but it was really toilet paper wrapped around, and I, I was dying. It was also fat and disgusting. You were like 450 pounds. Yeah, man. and I was like, I can't reach my bottle. <laughs> I need an extension. Give me a, give me the long stick. Don't. Get, I was like, don't give me the short stick. Give me the long stick. And I'm over here fucking in this little fucking putt-putt shack fucking trying to chisel away my fucking <laughs> cornhole with fucking – Toilet paper racked around like I was a hobo walking a railroad track with a stick and a fucking knapsack. Trailers for sale or rental. King of the road ass. I don't. 2020 has been crazy. And, and, and like you said, it's it's stupid to think, okay, five, four, three, one, happy new yeah, year. Reset. Oh, it's done. No, I I think this shit might get crazier. I don't know, man. Like I've been thinking about the Bible. I've been thinking about science. I've been thinking about politics, the world order, the fucking aliens. I've been thinking about everything, and I've spent a whole lot of time thinking about a lot of fucking shit this year. And it's actually made me, I wouldn't say enlightened more, but maybe insane. But I've also seen associates of ours, we won't say their names, have fucking lost it. Lost it. And I'm like, whoa, this guy is going through it. Like, And I think the the mental health repercussions of this has been more significant than fucking maybe the actual illness of what this thing has brought i don't know i'm not guys obviously if you're listening to 23 fucking episodes into this you're not exactly looking at us as fucking the authoritative fucking health figure of science so uh disclaimer anything i fucking say don't fucking bet the fucking pony on it but just know that i'm not 100 percent wrong because statistically i can't be and this is something it just feels man we're all being bamboozled and slowly i don't feel like our government's just gonna turn a switch and then take it all from us one night because i know we'd go crazy so they're gonna slowly like oh we're gonna take this and take that but we're gonna do it in the name of this and that and then boom oh we're gonna drop some alien shit on them and they're not even gonna care and it's gonna be crazy so then eventually they're gonna be like oh yeah aliens whoop de doo uh can we go out with our mask off yet like i don't know man i don't have all the as as that, that legendary uh, interview with Sway and Kanye West, like, I don't fucking know. I don't have the answers. I don't. I, I don't have them. I don't think I ever will. And if I did, and if I told you and I showed you a video of it, you would think I was deep faking it, and it was like some Photoshop bullshit illustration, and you wouldn't believe me anyways, and that would be the fucking doom of whatever. Well, if you could leave our listeners with one, one thought to end 2020 with now, to wrap up 
the podcast, which has been going 23 episodes, started in 2020 and will continue in 2021. If you can in leave the them year with 2021. One in the year 2021. I don't even like 2021. I was 2020 was cool. It looked cool. Oh, it was set. Everything was on a weekend, every holiday. But okay. 2021, wrapping it up for our listeners. If you leave them with one thought. End of the day, be? man, if you're still alive, you're blessed. It don't matter how much money you got. It don't even matter how many friends or family or possessions or anything. If you just are still alive, you're still in the game. And not to try to sound like some anti-suicide fucking promo here, but they they say that, you know, the odds of fucking being alive is some, some crazy trillion. To actually be born is like, is like in a way, a fucking a blessing. And we don't really know what that is, and, and I don't think we ever will until it's too late. But uh, just try to, in, in the face of the whole world going to shit, try to be positive and, and love each other. Like, I hate to sound like John Lennon right now, but, like, yeah. fuck, man, if everyone just loved each other, you're like, hey, man, I love you, man, or, or showed some positive. I think it would be easier to deal with what's happened this year. And maybe we're just a bunch of emotional fucking homos at Hot Topic all fucking pissed off because the the cure shirt doesn't have a fucking extra large in our size but i don't know man i just feel like this year there's no way that this won't be talked about for the rest of uh existence this will be one of those years that could you imagine like someone discovering america if it's been completely destroyed like whoa we discovered these these uh, cloths that have these rubber bands on the side look like some type of mask. And then they'll argue about it in history. Yeah. That's one thing I I, I, I caught on to. I, I do enjoy every side's uh, opinion because if you really believe something, you need to know why you believe it. So you want to strengthen your uh, reasoning on that. So it is healthy to hear both sides of the story. But at the end of the day, uh, fuck, man, it just, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. And, and, and I, I think that's the best answer. I think after everything we've discussed, and I'm not being facetious, I really mean it. After everything we've, we've discussed, that sums up your opinion on 2020. I don't know, but you're trying. I, I, I hope that it's like, all right, boom, fucking guess what? These vaccines are actually legit. Uh, and when I see these, like, politicians doing these theatrics, like, these press conferences, like, okay, how was your day? Give me that vaccine. I don't fucking know. How much money would you pay for one of them to just be like, listen, I got a million on it. The minute they prick, you just start convulsing. Well, you've seen that. No, they've shown, like, oh, it's going to pass out. And I don't know if they're real videos and they're manipulated to be propaganda. That's the problem with digital shit. You don't know what's real, what is propaganda, what's this, what's that. So I think that that, 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 that's the sum up. And that's 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 not a negative sum up. I don't know. Don't think you know until you've done the work because you don't know on face value anymore. That's that's just fucking, uh, it's exhausting. And maybe that's. Maybe that's why we started doing this because we had so much to say. We had so much to say for years, but yeah. we felt like we kept quiet. Uh, I know I did. You were yeah. still doing, you know, working terrestrial church radio. radio. But I just kind of like watching all this, like people getting canceled for just being honest, and and some of them are honestly fucking shitty people. But some of these people aren't really shitty people. They just that's just how they felt in that moment, or they used a 
a bad way to explain something or express something. I don't want to live in a world where fucking people have to digest every single fucking word that comes out of my mouth. Yeah. Like, bro, just just be a good person, you know, and and just fucking, uh, I don't know, man. I just That's don't, it, I don't bro. fucking know. I don't know. How, how do I... How do I even sum up this year? This could we could have literally just every year there was something different. It was like a joke, like oh, what comes this killer horn and fucking did it. I feel I strongly feel I remember being so jazzed about 2000, and I remember exactly what it was, and I was just like waiting, like oh, Y2K, the fucking power is gonna go off and the world's gonna go fucking crazy. As we grow older, we realize that that sensationalism isn't always reality. However. I think it would be ignorant if you just completely believe in everything that's going to be okay. That's why, like, you know, some of these preppers, they don't look so crazy now. Or some of these conspiracy theories, guys, they don't all look so crazy now. And no one comes back and goes, okay, guys, just want to say, like, Joe Rogan's not going to call up Tom DeLonge from fucking blink and say, hey, you know, I kind of, like, question your fucking beliefs on aliens. He's, like, dedicated his entire life to talk about aliens and stuff but now it's like oh what if they were right or what if we were wrong who knows i don't right. fucking know man i have my strong very strong opinions that i won't i won't uh i'm not gonna put out there because i do get caught in my emotions sometimes i do want to fucking fight and go crazy and get caught up in the ignorance and and fucking be like no fuck this and i see i see every side of it there is a there is a a fucking a very uh every side has like a legitimate like argument in a way but then you kind of kind of throw them together and then you get lost in it and you just don't know and then you know it's like the saying if you don't stand for something you'll fall for anything and you just don't know what to, could you imagine just dedicating your entire life to fucking researching something that you just die and not have the answers to and that's how i feel like a lot of things are sometimes and I feel like the more we know, the less we actually really know, and it just can waters muddies up everything. And I don't fucking know. I don't know, Miguel. I like it though, man. Honestly, I don't have I don't the fucking it. answers, Miguel. Okay. I like it though. Well, guys, that concludes our twenty-third podcast, as well as the year two thousand twenties podcast from us, from myself and Mike Busey. We want to thank you guys for you listening. Just fucked up the rest of my night. I'm gonna sit in my bed and just stare at the ceiling. You're gonna do that no matter what. I don't know. I really don't. I, it's, I know. I know. I kept it cool, though. Yeah. I had. I saw some friends have some meltdowns, and I was like, whoa, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> I didn't get the fucking together. Stop watching fucking this shit or stop looking at that. We we are what we digest. It's yeah. like what we eat. You take in things, information in your head, you start believing it, you start being manipulated, and, and yeah, then you start a podcast, and you do 23 episodes, and you say, I don't know. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening. We Thanks love for you. listening. Uh, wherever you are in this moment, we hope that this uh, audio transmission digitally enters into your ear and, and, and commutes to your brain and brings some type of joy, peace, or laughter or some type of escape from the harsh realities of life. And uh, God bless you and, and you and your friends and your family. And, and I hope that everyone has a prosperous, positive, amazing new year. And... Uh, I guess I don't know what to say. Don't eat bats. I don't know. Where do you, how do I end this? I don't know how to end this. Don't Miguel. eat bats. Happy New Year, guys.